Oh my god. I should not be pounding monster right now. I gotta get up at two in the morning. Well, we're live. We're live, baby. Yeah, monster when you gotta get up in not very long is not a good idea. Mm. Terrible idea. Yeah. We both gotta get up really early tomorrow. I've been getting up early. Early every day this week. It's been terrible. And last week. All last week. 2.30 in the morning. Every well, damn day. It's been well, brutal. Brutal, we brutal. Have, we both have to do it tomorrow is what I'm saying. What's up, everybody? I Old Mel Marks, dude. He was in the YouTube uh, uh, chat chat room or how, whatever that thing is where they say stuff uh, at 8.30 hanging out. What up, Derek V. Ham? co-employee of the month what is up tori snow what's ben happening that's Simmons. a cool sprint car he's got in his picture <laughs> i look old without my facial hair i probably yeah, heard I, a thousand I would times a day or this that you're weekend. gonna get some shit yeah on this show yeah dude and you had to do all those podcasts with all like the fucking hall of fame of rc <laughs> yeah did I? I don't know if I did it with. Uh, you didn't do it, it with Mayfield, right? Yeah, I Whoops. don't think it was done yet with Mayfield. Oh, you posted that. Thank God. Yeah, Fuck, I thought I just leaked that shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, hey, what better place to leak it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God you posted that picture with him. Holy guacamole. Let's get some of those Facebook shares going, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got Joey Avellino up in here. It says America. America, Joey. America. Well, we can we could definitely say that Brent is definitely sleeker and faster now. More arrow. Yeah, definitely more arrow. All right. On the Bendero. Pura Vida. Brent Brent Dara. Pura Vida. That is a Costa Rica term. Yeah, I Did am. Did you know that? No, I am totally out of the loop on what's going. Like, I can't see the Facebook comments because I'm. I can see him. Cody Thompson's watching. My main man, my hedro life mate. Wow, I like it. Yeah, man. Ain't nothing better. Who else is watching on here? Um, I don't know. I see eight people, but I've only gotten notification. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, both. Are, I, both of I, you are I, laughing on both sides of me right now, and I have no idea what's, what's because Cody say. says you look like a creepy uncle. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was uh, the <laughs> nicest thing anyone said this weekend after I shaved for the first time in like five or seven years or something like that. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely. Uh, luckily, I got to talk to you like 15 minutes before we started. So I kind of got used to it. But for people seeing you for the first time, there's a lot of people that have lived their whole lives and not seen you look like that. <laughs> Me being one of them. So, you know, our first reaction is to just talk shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to send this comment because this has got to be a different John. Cole Ogden is watching. Holy moly. What's up, Cole? Dude, Cole, I posted, I reposted that stanky whip. There's no way. John from Arizona doesn't sound uh, like he's a baseball fan. I don't think he has a Facebook. He seems like an off the grid kind of guy. Yeah, Cole. <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. That stanky whip back up on there. I shared it and, uh, if you want to see the best whip you've ever seen, Cole, it's yours. Check out the Racecraft feed. The stanky. Stankiest. The stanky two-tone. 
Well, we got uh, we got quite a show. We should. I mean, starting out good. You like hairy lips, Cole? Just saying. <laughs> Camden Lime. See Lime. I just seen that kid. Took him to the airport about three hours ago. Yeah, you guys well, spent a lot of time with each other this week, didn't you? Actually, it was five hours ago. Yeah, Camden and Spencer and everybody, man. It was a RC gathering out here this weekend. It was definitely... Whew, Wow. The raddest bunch of the young guns. There's there's that squad, man. They were you know? all here. The only one that wasn't here was that I can really think of. B-Rose. B-Rose, yeah. But he doesn't run any 10 scale. I know he's trying to. Yeah, Sea Lime, thank you and uh, Spencer for, I don't I think you guys yahooed out of the gas station for this beer. But thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> hey, we got matching koozies tonight. Check mm. that out. Only the best. But mine's rear real real beer sized yeah I've i might have to actually i've, I've been having like a, a speech impediment since i started working this crazy work schedule i can't there's the real beer talk right out there. always keep one handy nice <sighs> i know right so cole is so right what's up mike fuller what's happening dude i love how mike fuller is he's been on every one of our shows dude mike fuller's at least in the comments he's the shit well he he likes to get in those comments. He likes to slide in to those comments. He's got some zingers every once in a while. I, I hope to have some good zingers out of Mike Fuller tonight. Yeah. Well, I think you're going to once we get uh once we get Dakota talking. So Yeah. Yeah, so have we you got guys, a good show. We got a good yeah, show. Yeah, if you guys didn't know, Dakota Fend is gonna be on the show tonight, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, and uh fielding questions, not just uh talking. He's gonna take some of those uh I hope <laughs> good questions from the peanut gallery that we got out there. Yeah. Yeah. It might. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. You know, this isn't your average, what do we call it? The most unprofessional professional RC show in the industry to where the line gets pushed. Lines might get drawn. Who knows? Another thing. Uh, I got big news. I got real big news. This past weekend was the one year anniversary of wheel and trigger. Really? Imagine that. That is freaking awesome. I can't believe it's been a year already, man. Imagine that. One whole year. DJ Bronze League over there and I have been killing it. And then, well, I say killing it, but killing something. And then uh, bringing you in and we've had some monumental yeah, guests on. I think uh, the shows that I'm going to edit from uh, Masters are going to be some great ones. And yeah. Yeah, those are going to be those are gonna be heavy. You got a lot of work ahead of you. Uh, we got Matthew Akel. And we got Ryan Goyette. I hope I saying that saying that right. Clay Colts so. and Uncle G is Uncle, in the house. Uncle G's in the house. What up, G? Yep. New proud papa. I mean, the thing's definitely not like fresh anymore. You know, it's, exactly. it's been cleaned off. It's been you know, it's been worked in a little bit. His new baby. So congratulations to Garrett. If we haven't said it on the show yet. Now I'm going to have to keep my neck up like this so I don't double yes. chin Camden. Thank you. <laughs> he did lose a bet. No, he 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 shaved it for charity, correct? I shaved for did? charity. Yep. Yes. Actually, it's it's a family member who's going through breast cancer, so it raised a lot of money and uh I'll do it anytime someone wants to uh put it, put me to the test. Word I got to keep, keep my head up like this so Camden doesn't 
comment on my double chin for a second time. <laughs> that, dude, that's the worst part about shaving your beard is realizing you have like five chins. And I didn't know I had five chins until Camden I told do. me. I definitely do. Oh. Well, Camden, suck it. Nancy Fend, I believe that is a true fact. Dakota one, was the first episode. episode 100%, 100%. He started it all off that night. It was a good one. I was just reading through the comments on uh, on the podcast website, and uh, some guy said, I couldn't get through it. There was too much drunken rambling. He was talking about the first episode, and I was like, huh. On Dakotas? You just, you just don't get it. The dude it just doesn't good. get it. So, All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> we do have a few things. Like, uh, I got a couple products, and uh, I don't know what you – I know that you were talking about something else. So I want to start this thing off and kind of get uh, – get the the or, or we can wait we can hold it until dakota gets let's on. do it let's let's get it? something out of the way we got about what 11 minutes if my what's 609 to 615 how many minutes is that i i believe six. that's around six six minutes okay well let's You're, drop that intro dude it's like 18 damn. seconds long we had <laughs> we hadn't even done that all right we dropping <laughs> it boom What is up? We're live. What? If you leave, go. I still can't believe you guys paid for the rights to that fucking horrible tune. <laughs> fucking garbage. You're wasting uh, our money. So you paid Kyle Neary like $50 and then you paid 2000 to have a Blink song in the intro. No idea um, what he paid to uh, get that music. But uh, I do like Dustin Spallone's idea. Spallone baloney. Great idea. Next time Chase is out here, we will take a recorder and uh, we'll go, or maybe we can take a computer and all of us go and do a uh, live podcast from the Waffle House. Like, like oh, that'd be sick. Uh, is oh, that a to be it, night shift? Oh, God. Night shift for sure. <laughs> I'm about to get and some big bullets. Casey tomorrow. Wilson would have to be there. <laughs> that would be a great one for Casey to come to, for sure. Yeah. I got yeah. another friend uh, mandatory. Out, out in California. All of his cars are painted like Waffle House cars. That's freaking rad. We've got Tater Sontag. We've got world champion Tater Sontag in here and Keenan Keith White. Keenan's in here? Thanks for the no, support, Keenan. I don't see the uh, Facebook one, so I, I just... I don't see the YouTube. Nothing I can do. All right. Well, I will... Uh, I just want to start off. I got a couple products. One dropped, actually, I think today or yesterday. And uh, another one is a product that uh, like my good friend James... Uh, Van Hook showed me about two months ago and I used it or he was like he used it and I was like man that's the stupidest thing he's like just hold it try it and I did and I was like oh, I gotta have one of these um so anyways that is what I am going to do let's start off Robert with the first product which is the uh, the wheel weights yeah these things are pretty innovative talk about Chase you'll appreciate this Talk about originality, right? 
Somebody no, for that, sure. I, I saw those in traffic on my way home today. And I was like, I didn't get a good chance to look at them real long, but go ahead and let's describe it for us. What is comp- that, Brent? A company that has done nothing but think of something that no one else has thought of right here in a beautiful way. I'm, I, I think that they're onto something. The big question is obviously not using one yet. Is that, are they going to be easily tunable? I know a lot of people use putty and, um, and whatnot, but are, are they, is it ergonomical enough that if you put in one at, at a, at a high spot, is it going to level out? But I really love the ingenuity of it and the originality somebody hasn't already made this they didn't copy somebody i really i really appreciate that uh keenan says that that has been an on-road for many years so i don't know i don't know if on-road rc or what but man first time i've ever seen it you know and that's it's freaking rad hundred like 10 dude points yeah and if it is an on-road i wouldn't know I yeah i wouldn't know either. something i wouldn't know so, <laughs> but definitely cool. Um, I wonder how that would hold up, you know, after the wheels kind of break in and, you know, maybe those threads loosen up or something like that. I'm sure they thought of that, but, uh, that's pretty dang cool. They pretty seem to be, cool. they seem to be pretty coarse. I, I don't think those are loosening up. I I could be wrong, but they, it, it looked, and maybe even just a drop of CA glue when you're putting them in, I don't know. Um, but they're, well, I tell you what, if those things work, we'll be seeing them on other people's wheels. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Lots of, there'll be a lot of copying going on cookie cutter. All right. Um, so the next one, this is the one that my buddy James brought to me at, uh, I want to say, uh, North Georgia shootout this year. He's like, check out my new insert product right there. My new tabletop vacuum. What? Like, what do you what do you mean tabletop vacuum like we don't like i got a team brush we call it team brush just a nice little paint brush i brush off my pit board with he's like no Watch dude this. what dude it sucks some guy had this up. at masters well yeah he's at at masters and other races but it is awesome fits right in the palm of your hand you turn you plug it's it's chargeable it's rechargeable doesn't take batteries and uh all you do is like twist the top dump the dirt out all done vacuums it right up amazing yeah stupid little amazon you know thingy more bobber and uh yeah great little tool 12 bucks you You can't amazon amazon comes out with a lot of our products that we find and there are so many uses if you're like me you walk through every dang store you're in eyeballing for things that you could use in your pit or or anything that you know anything like that i definitely do exactly uh, I mean, kudos to that dude for finding the desktop vacuum. He finds the weirdest. That would work for sucking like shock and diff oil out of your your stuff. I wouldn't really think that's the direction I'd go with that product. What would you use? That suck because it looked like the like the nozzle was pretty thin. No, that was just that was actually to blow. Oh, it's a blower that blew the like they showed it blowing the uh, the the keyboard. Yeah, but but uh, what it when it sucks up, it's got these little brushes up underneath it, and kind of feels like it's floating on the board. And uh, yeah, so there it is. Can you see that on your screen? So it sucks dirt up, but then it blows. It looks like it can suck up cookies and apple slices. I think it blows. I don't know if that's a little false advertising. I don't know if it could suck up a cookie. 
maybe it's not blowing that maybe it's sucking but it, it, that's not the thing i was going to use i was just going to use the bottom of it you know that thing's pretty neat anyway yeah two little uh quick products i thought you were, could also were fart and blow it at somebody even faster with <laughs> <laughs> or what if it would suck the fart up if you're pitting with a dude that was who farting wants, a lot? who you could if you want to suck somebody else's fart but nobody's sucking up their own fart no, you know I'm, I mean? I'm saying your buddy, you know, across the bench from you and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, vacuum. Yeah. Almost got me. Not this time. <laughs> too, too quick for you, buddy. Too quick. Um, <laughs> Somebody, I can't. Or when you got a pesky, like a pesky gnar booger <laughs> that you just can't get, you just shove that thing up in there. Suck it out. Suck it right yeah. out. All There's right. a lot of uses for that. All right, we're done talking about sucking and blowing right now. All right. <clears throat> what's up jared mint what's up nick mixwell who else so, we got in here cody's got some pretty good comments there that I, i'm gonna fight with every last breath not to mention on this show thank, thank maybe you. on your show thank you bj uh thank you 10 years that's that's a, that's good enough i heard 10 20 30 25 25 20 i heard all kind of different numbers this weekend i'll take one year younger just fine but thank you notch johnson what's He's up on. man notch has got a race coming up in two weeks i think yeah two weeks what did you Over do this the... last weekend last weekend what i do yeah i drank beers and worked on the volkswagen nice yeah it's been apart for like two weeks so i i put my socks on in the morning and said dude today's the day we're gonna make it happen on Saturday. And then Sunday, I kind of piddled around the house and yeah, I didn't do much. Well, we had a little race and uh, turned out pretty good. There was a few guys there and uh, competition was pretty stacked. So, um, but man, I'm going to tell you the big topic this weekend, which we're going to be talking to um, Dakota about and is the track was freaking tough. dude. <laughs> oh my God. It was so tough. Yeah, it definitely wasn't for the faint of heart. Even on TV, yeah, I was thinking things were breaking in my backyard on T from TV. Yeah, what did it sound uh, like in there? Yeah, had some post, uh, some some PTSD dude hearing like arm snap. Dude, <laughs> brutal. Ah, yeah, it was. Uh, so you know, we don't call it Masters of Dirt for you know novices of dirt. That's that's not what it's for. It's it, it's always been made to be, you know, I, I it's funny because I said that one time, but I never really thought about I also heard Joey at one point tell somebody we call it dirt nitro challenge, not dirt nitro easy. It's the same same philosophy, you know, and one of the things that I, I do feel like and we we can definitely ask uh the master of dirt, the champion, is the, a lot of the pros were frustrated real early on. And and I know why they were frustrated on Thursday because the, the, the track was so hard that when you had all different kinds of cars and skill level on the track during practice, and we didn't do it by heat or anything on Thursday, that it made it real hard. It was calamity because other people were crashing and so on and so forth. But, you know, they still didn't figure it out perfectly until until Sunday. And not even could you really until Sunday or even during the mains, could they run them perfectly? And uh, I feel like the, the pros were more frustrated in the fact that it took them all that time to get comfortable or to learn the track when they're so used to learning a track in two or three battery packs. And not even man, like one pack, most of these guys got a track down. So that 
that was really cool to watch. Like seeing them struggling knew that God, everybody else was fucked, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looked like the toughest track ever. ever. And pretty much that's what they all said too, is the, the hardest yeah. track they ever raced on 10 scale. Uh, I did. Gord Desmond told me at one point, he's like, Ty has never changed as much shock oil at a 10 scale race as he did this weekend. So, you know, it was, it was one of those, you know, <clears throat> gut check but, type tracks, man. But you could play it safe and it wasn't too gnar. You know, if you wanted to do the single roller, double, double, just tiptoe through the tulips, you could get that. Everybody yep. could do that. Yeah. Everybody wanted to go for the glory and break their shit a oh, lot. Man. I mean, uh, what Spencer Rivkin did in four wheel drive was unbelievable. And yeah, we, that had, was we had heard the Cinderella story. It was. And kudos to him, dude. Like he showed why he is a master of dirt, a world champion and all the other things, all the other accolades he has, but it, it already been kind of talked about throughout the pits on Saturday and I, I think we talked about it Friday night during the, the social and party um, that if you just make the main, you have a chance to win. And that's not really the, it's not really relevant at most, if not 99.9% 10 scale races, you really can't win from 10th in a 10 yeah. scale race at most tracks. It's not, you know, those guys have 99% consistency up front. They're not going to crash. Right. Very rare, so give me if I'm wrong though. There was a pretty big pileup in that four wheel drive main that that donated him a couple spots, correct? Yeah, he did. He did. I think he picked up like five spots, five, four or five spots right off the rip. Yeah. And then and then he could pick one off at a time as he got to the front. And he did that, you know. He and and at that point, whether they knew it or not, I don't know if they went and looked at the points, but at that point, there was three points separating. Dakota and Spencer. So Dakota would have had to lose if, if if Spencer won it. Dakota got fourth. Then Spencer's your master of dirt. So Dakota wow. had to get it up into third or better to to stay the master of dirt. So you you can't break your car. You can't crash and go backwards. Like he had to he had to play it safe. And and that's one of the questions that I'm really looking forward to asking him is, did he play it safe once he got up into that third spot? He was behind Mayfield. He ended up running Mayfield down, but was he just like in cruise control knowing that he had it or, you know, so that's one of the questions I have for him for sure. Nice. Before he comes on, I'm going to take a leak because I definitely don't want to take a leak when he comes in. All right. Well, I'll give some shout outs while you do that. Oh my goodness. Oh, I can't see the Facebook names. Yeah. I crushed it with track time. I don't, does that mean that's a lot? Like that was good. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to understand yeah, that. Crushed better. it's good. Crushed it. Yeah, but I get like with track time. I, I'm trying to wonder. I wonder if that means like they had a lot of track time. Oh, I got it. Never mind. He crushed it with track time, meaning he, he had he out. came from the D main all the way up to the front. I got it. I've got to find this video on Facebook so I can see what these people are commenting. I don't even get to. I can't. I don't see their names when they come through Facebook. Yeah, I don't see him either, except for some of them. I see some of the Facebook names, but not all of them. All right, let's see. I might have, I might have found all that. All right, it's not here. We got a question cool. if uh, we'll be talking about Fall Brawl at all. Yeah, we'll mention the Fall Brawl. We'll we'll talk about it. Um, 
Maybe. I don't know. Like, who are these people talking? Well, Matty G won the Kimwab Classic. Two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive. That was good for him. We're oh, talking about some race recaps. That's bitching. All right. Let's, I think we're about caught up on comments there. Think, right. What's up, Matt? Forget. Jared Kazkria. Brad Powell. Hunter King. The King. He was our flock foil. I mean, our not our flock foil, our tinfoil durability tester out there this weekend. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, we need. That was good. That uh, you need to know who's who's going to be able to uh, withstand the if the product's going to be able to withstand the test. And I'll tell you, this weekend it was it withstood the test on a lot of cars. So well, I'm sure you found a lot of them in the in the track as well. You know? No, no, <laughs> no, no not, yeah, that I, not that I'm aware of. I had one come back and get returned because he dropped it uh, on the ground and somebody stepped on it on while in passing they didn't know it was there so we went ahead and just gave him another one should have got um, a brighter color <laughs> he might have just dropped it right as he was walking by Who yeah um, no from what i from what i heard i mean some guys did really well with them i mean we don't claim for them to be fucking bulletproof you know what i mean they're gonna break with the right hit so but we're really another, with what you, they are you innovated another product for someone to copy. So I give you nothing but uh, credit. Well, I give most of that credit to Walker because we came up with that idea and he's the genius behind the laptop that makes it happen. Yeah. Well, it's sorry for Walker. It's going to get copied. Yeah. <clears throat> so. What's up, Lindau? Lindau. Davis uh, Taylor. Taylor. Sorry. I think your question got answered. Edgar Ortiz, what's up, man? Yeah, who is Nemo Buggy? That's what the world wants to know. Who is Nemo Buggy? Mike Fuller hit it on the head. So I couldn't agree more. On Sunday, when, when everything was on the line and they were starting heads up, the racing really was phenomenal. There were some very, very great races. And when you're watching, when you start looking at that top-level stock racer or pro racer in the mod classes, and, and you see one guy double-double, one guy triple-double, and they're kind of hopping in and out of the, out of the Dude, rhythm section, it I was, was on, the edge of my, on the edge of my seat when guys were doing that because you know that the possibilities of them colliding in the midair are so high, and they're yep. all just shoo, 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 like dudes different, doing different rhythms. It was insane. Yep, they're and, just whipping it and and going side by side with no fear whatsoever. And there was some, you know, corner jump passes that were sick. I can't recall. I think maybe Aiden Horn had like a rad one where, you know, on the off the off the ski jump straight, you had the dub the single turn single thing where like somebody would like do something and he just freaking skied over somebody. You know, it was funny to see how once that fence fell down in the mains, or was it qualifying that the fence fell down? Uh, on, on that qualifying. cut section, yeah, it was qualifying. qualifying. Yeah, we how the pros and everybody that was ready for it just immediately started going for it on that turn. Yeah, they're like, "Up, oh, no boundaries. We're going for it. We're sending it." Yeah, and we that's, after, after Tater like did that. it in a dash for cash on the coming down off the double of the uh, big step up. We had to stop that because it was getting. It was just it wasn't meant to to be like that. We didn't want to go put a pole or anything out there, but. Tater did it, and then Brock jumped into him on the next lap, thinking that, you know, if he's going to do it, I'm going to do it is what it looked like. 
Um, but you know, I, I kudos, you know, big time kudos to those guys to finding that speed. That's, that's the difference of, you know, a top driver and, you know, guys that are just trying to figure the layout out. So it was pretty rad. I, I, well, I can't remember who exactly was that Tater that did that one that got like the replay and all that stuff. Well, I didn't watch off the, off the speed, step down, so. off the, off the step down. He like jumped that turn and like yeah. passed somebody and landed right in front of him. Was that Tater that actually did the jump? No, well, Tater, somebody Tater, jumped in, in front of him. Tater corner jumped it first, the lap before that, and then Brock did it the next lap, and that's what you saw is Brock okay. hitting Tater. So Tater did it the lap right before. All right, all right. And Brock was right behind him. So I'm sure Brock saw it, and he's like, oh, hell no. You ain't going to do that. <laughs> so it was well, Brock that, that did jump into him the next lap. Okay. And that was during the uh, the the – Dash for cash, uh, four wheel. Yeah, I don't know. The, the angle looked like it, like Brock did it pretty, pretty fucking good. Was there a con? I don't, I don't, I don't want to, we don't have to do a deep dive on it, but it looked really good sitting on my couch. <laughs> yeah, the coverage was amazing. <laughs> so, speaking of coverage, like Danny Paz, Lefty, all their team that was doing the Dalton Hashburger, they had Gene Shroud running cameras. Like these guys, they, they, they killed it. I mean, our coverage was top notch it's going to be the same coverage down there at uh carpet champs so nice yeah those guys killed it. Race. Yeah, definitely they, killed it. it for sure and shout out to gene shrout for jumping into that wheelbarrow that was amazing oh dude the hooligan race let's talk about that freaking okay he sets her up on the driver's stand about three minutes in yells i'm gonna get that money <laughs> and everyone's just kind of laughing and you know it's it's still a lot of time left something can happen i mean it just takes you getting stuck on one thing and flipping over and, well he, uh, he was the only one with the balls that was jumping down the step down and then hitting the double and yeah. that's i think where he was getting all of his time right there yeah he was cut, he, and nobody else was doing it he ran down evan vale and passed him yeah and then never Man, i want back. i wanted evan vale to win that so bad dude yeah <laughs> so bad but so, been so insane. But think about this. I don't know if anyone really, you know, thought much about this, but I got to thinking, I was like, okay, if you're still in the race and you know you can't win, you try to get in the wheelbarrow. Right? Yeah. Dream shroud. The well, exactly. But, but <laughs> think about, but still, it's not what if somebody would have jumped in there because they also knew they couldn't win the race and knocked you out. Ooh. That That's even sick. tougher and even more risky. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that Gene got it, and I think every dude, you could feel the place shaking. The crowd went so crazy when he did it. Yeah, it was, that was. I mean, it was epic. It was freaking rad, and you could. It was so funny because on the on the feed, you could see like Gene's wheels poking out, like he was yeah. trying to get. He was trying to get out, but couldn't get out. <laughs> no, no, no. He put it in there on purpose. No, I know he tried to put it in there on purpose, but he was trying to get out and keep going. Mm. He was like, you know. It's kind of gotcha. like when you get somewhere and you're like, what do we do now? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was really good. And, uh, I mean, the whole race was good. It was, uh, the, the, the hooligan race is always a sight to see every year. Um, Lee killed it and he won $1,700. I know. I know. We shot him a, we shot a hundred bucks in there too. Yep. And shout out to, uh, Can't wait. you know, Can't who wait. got, you know, you know, who got, uh, who got it all going was Ed Henley from Hoosier. We got up to like eight or 900 bucks. And he's like, what do I got to pay to get it to at least what we had last year? 
And I was, I did the math on my phone right in front of him. I was like 450, ripped out five $100 bills. And uh, I gave him a 50 back and I'm like, all right, we're at 1300. Let's go. And then the next thing you know, everyone else that, that just fired it up, man. Got, yeah. back, got all the way up to seven, well, 1700 without the wheelbarrow. 1800 with the wheelbarrow or if if no one landed in the wheelbarrow then lee would have got that hundred bucks oh wow so that's why like somebody had to jump into it or it would have just been given to lee it was a man great- i thought evan had it he, he played it too safe he thought he had it he played it safe and you could see he knew lee was coming and he started trying try and push it a little bit and there it was he got you know? stuck on the ladder three laps in a row right in front of me where I was sitting with everybody. But shout out to him for having reverse. Yeah. Yeah. There's no rules other than you can't go uh, uh, backwards, I think, is our, the only rule that we give him. I don't even know if we give him that. Well, you can't win going backwards. But Very well, good stuff. We have our guest. Our guest has arrived? Yes, he has. Badass. Here we go. I got to change some stuff. Here we go. Uh-oh. Let me change that. Oh, that's wrong. Where's it at? Sorry. Now we can see you. There we go. What's up, guys? What's, What's up? up, dude? It has been a long day, but we made it. You're home. Yes, I'm home finally. So you have that's to... good. It took, took me a minute to get logged in here, but. Just talk good. We know technology is not your thing. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> so, uh, you don't, do you have any races before, uh, AMS or is that your next race? Uh, that AMS is next race. Uh, a couple, couple of testing days this week, but yeah, AMS is the next race. Um, kind of got, got my ASCO cars mostly ready to go before masters. Uh, so that was kind of nice. So just have to get, uh, some carpet stuff ready to go for uh Florida carpet champs. Sick. Well, that is awesome. Um, Chase? What's up, man? What's up? How's it going? Good, good. Man, you killed it out there. Took it. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it was, uh, man, it was, uh, it was a hard weekend for sure. The, the track was gnarly, and uh, fortunately, uh, main day was able to uh, really kind of show up in the mains and, and do what I needed to do. And, and uh, that was kind of like the, the best driving I had done, um, probably in a long time, tool drive. Um, I drove pretty much mistake can, free. Can anybody hear my dog? I don't know if he's coming in on the mic or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A little background noise. Dude, Ollie, come on, man. I just come figured here. that was Dakota's dog being there. Like, we hadn't had that no, sound the entire mine. time. <laughs> I was like, right. you can't tell Dakota to tell his dog to shut up. Yeah. Sorry about that. But yeah, great job, no, man. Killer Thank job. Thank you. Yeah, I know. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was a good, good weekend. Um, was there at any point where you're like, I don't know, man, this is pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I started off kind of on the wrong foot um, and tool drive buggy the first round, my slipper backed off. Um, I think honestly, just with, with how much we're using the slipper on the track and stuff. Uh, so threw a, threw a fresh nut on with some Loctite and uh, then was good to go. But I was in the B, the B sort um, for the second round, which fortunately uh, it was a it was a pretty stacked B sort. There were some really good guys in there, um, so I kind of could could kind of get like a good good idea of what the pace was uh, pretty quick, and uh, really didn't have any any carnage or any issues in that. Um, you know, I had a couple of mistakes on my part, but was able to uh, get a get a pretty clean run in. Um, and then the A heat was kind of a mess in Q two. Everyone was kind of banging into each other, 
and I was able to uh, get the TQ that round, and that really kind of got me going. Um, but then obviously, you know, in the third round, um, kind of had to decide like how much how much do I want to risk it? Cause if I, you know, have an issue or, or break, which was easy to do on this track, then I'm going to be in the back of the pack. Um, so I kind of had to decide there, but luckily I was able to get a, a really clean round three in. Um, everyone was, was pretty fast. It was really just came down to the mistakes and was able to. Kind of, like I said, try to clean that round while finding a truck and four went pretty decent. We lost you for a sec, so yeah, we lost you. Break it up just a little bit, but man, it sounded like you knew everything that that happened. Man, how do you remember everything that happens like that in a race weekend? Because I watched it all. <laughs> I, I, you totally outdid me. I'm glad I did zero homework at all. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no. I'll uh, after I go to the next race, I'll this will get like deleted, <laughs> deleted out of my mind yeah. as far as all the details, and then uh, yeah, go you're, on. You're not. Go on to the you're next not one, your but. everyday. Uh, you're not an everyday Joe Bornhorse, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone will get that reference someday yeah they will uh, um so i got a question for you like when you found out or when you were checking the points out and and you knew right around where you were at going into four wheel did you race race the the points to to make sure or were you still trying to freaking catch spencer come you know at, at, in that race i mean you you kind of went yeah. backwards you had a a little bit of a crash or you were part of that early pileup, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I was part of the pileup in the beginning um, and pretty much went, went back to last. And then I can't remember, I think there was kind of like a little bit of another pileup. Um, and I kind of got around that in like a, like mid pack position. Um, and then went through the front section on a tabletop and just kind of was a little bit offline. Um, just with kind of all the cars around and how I had gone into it and uh, just kind of didn't, didn't adjust accordingly um, and flip there. So Pretty much after lap one, I was I was in ninth, um, so pretty much the back of the wow. pack, um, and then kind of had to to figure it out from there. Um, most of the guys were pretty nice to me. They kind of, I you know, when you get to that point, um, you know, whether it be like A threes at a typical race or when you get to the race like this, it, people for the most part kind of kind of know what's going on and stuff. Um, so there's definitely some nice racing going on there, um, which was cool, and uh, kind of just slowly worked my way up. Um, I, I knew I couldn't have any really mistakes or have anything crazy happen. So I kind of just tried to take my time. Uh, 10 minutes is, was a very long time out there. It felt like 30 oh, minutes. For sure. um, so you I think knew that, I had that definitely time helped and, out, helped out with that yeah. start and having that extra time there. Yeah, definitely. Um, it kind of just, like I said, it was a, it felt like an endurance race out there. Um, so like I said, I just, uh, just took my time. Uh, four drive was really easy to break out there. And uh, once I kind of, once I got into third, like third or fourth range, I kind of knew I was where I needed to be at. Um, and Spencer was probably, I don't know, probably seven seconds, eight seconds out in front compared to where I was at already. Um, so I kind of knew, like, I knew I probably wasn't going to catch him uh, based off of speed. I was really just going to depend if he crashed or not or had any issues. Um, you know, it's easy if you, you crash on that step up up there, it could easily be five seconds. So I kind of knew I still had a shot, but really just depending how, uh, how things happen and really wasn't, wasn't fully in my control. Um, so kind of just took it, took it for what it was worth and tried to not do anything uh, too crazy. Um, and then I kind of caught up to ride there with a few minutes left and kind of just, just chilled back there. Um, it wasn't worth, you know, trying to do anything crazy to get by him. He was, he had a good pace and we had a pretty good gap on fourth. So 
kind of uh, hey, just if, try to uh, settle in. If you got to pull the dungeon card every now and then and not win a race <laughs> and still get the championship, I mean, dude, by all means, take it. You know, Spencer had had the underdog power, man. He was Rudy out yeah. there. You ever seen the movie Rudy? Yeah. He went all the way from <laughs> the bottom. Wild, but yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, uh, like, he it, was It's going hard fast. to beat that. Yeah, yeah, he was going fast, too. He definitely kind of had a little bit of a chip in his shoulder going on going into that oh, race. Oh, for sure. And, uh, yeah, he was he was moving pretty quick. So Yeah. Well, good he, stuff, man. Spencer coming from the back was just one of the most incredible 10-scale drives I've ever yeah. seen. And we just for him to come out of the D, he had to, he had to win or finish second in four races to you know, just with one car and uh, the B main, just finishing first or second in the B main, which he finished second behind Bo Jornhorst. Um, shout out to S works and Bo Jornhorst. Um, but for, for him to come from 10th, were you hearing the same things I was hearing where everyone, or, you know, where people in the TLR camps talking about uh, if you just make the race, you have a chance. Like, was that the mentality because of how tough the track was? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I always, my mindset, like I always want to try to start up front. I'd rather just be the guy up front. Um, but yeah, for a hundred percent, for sure. Um, I mean, you saw he was, he, I don't know exactly, but I'm, I mean, he was definitely top five, maybe even higher up than that after the first lap. Um, so, you know, he, he got those first positions right away with that pileup and, you know, from there kind of just picked, picked everyone off like relatively quickly. Um, I think he was probably out front within the first two minutes and then from there, just kind of created a gap right away and, and did his thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, to it, it's tough. There's a lot of things that have to go right and get a drive good. I think I forgot. Um, I think he was telling someone, you know, how, uh, you know, oh, you know, I just, you know, it's people were thinking it's easy to move up to the D and the C and, you know, when it got a little bit harder than the B and, you know, whatever. But there's a lot of things that have to go right. And there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Um, so it's, uh, well, yeah, it was definitely not easy, easy to do in either any of those mains really. No. And in a, in a couple of those lower mains, he, you know, got out to the front and then actually had a mistake and, and went yeah. dropped down to third at one point, I think in the, in the C or the D, you know, so those guys, you know, they were on his heels if he was going to make a mistake. So he definitely had to keep yeah. it together for, for all those mains. It didn't look like it was just a walk in the park. No, and and you think like he was starting in the he started in the back of the pack in all of the mains, you know he he didn't start in, in the front in the B he started you know last in the B he started last in the C he had to start last in all these and that's just a that that's a lot of risk you know there's a lot of things that can go wrong really quick um, you know that were wouldn't have been in his control so it uh yeah it's pretty pretty crazy how it all worked out but he had to uh, he had to show up and make it happen so you know props to him he made a Cinderella story out of it. There's That's two cool. things I take away from him starting uh, or, or from him being in that D main. Number one, you've never seen so many people line the walls to watch a D main in, <laughs> ever in a race ever. I promise you that. The second thing was I'd never seen Spencer kind of go out and throw caution to win like he did in the first one. Cause it was kind of like almost like a joke, but once he got through mm -hmm. the D like you could see him get way more serious as he moved through the, those races. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like, eh, if I, screw up or break or something don't finish this one at least you know it's like oh it's freaking d main and goofball whatever yeah it's kind of like squaring up with a, a guy that's bigger than you 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 lose you win either way right you know? <laughs> so you could you could tell the differences coming from the d but the, the fact the sheer fact that every pro everybody in the pits for the most part was watching the d main of four-wheel drive was pretty impressive yep. 
Yep, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was, could you imagine what's happening? Could you imagine being one of those guys and like, okay, there he goes, and then wait, what, 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 what? <laughs> like passing Spencer, like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening right now. I mean, oh, yeah. there he goes again. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, nuts. for sure. Yeah, and, and correct me if I was wrong. I didn't realize this, but someone was telling me that if, like, to actually be in the hunt for the overall, you have to you have to be in all three A mains. Well, you have to run the classes, but he okay. would have been he would have been out of it for the points because he you, you only get points in the A mains. So okay. yeah, so he got he, zero and zero. Yeah. It, would, it would have had to be like pretty, you know, win two a win truck, and then there would be some other things happen for everyone else for yeah kind of thing. People would have had some have some bad races. It would have made it very very hard for him for uh, to 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 win that had that happen. Yep. What's up, Sean Brennan? He says hi to. To me in Dakota. Did did you know there's a guy named, it doesn't look like him, but there's Brent's here too. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yes, I am baby face shaven and uh I, I went ahead and took off the um the chin strap, which I was it was an obligatory uh shave and I left it on the entire weekend and uh here I am. I'm back to baby face. My wife is very happy, but she was also kind of like who's in my house? For a minute so um but yeah it's uh i haven't seen my face in a long time and nor has most people in rc i probably early on when i started my shop i still probably only had this little goat and flavor down here but ever since then ever since i grew my beard out um it's been out for a long time yeah man i'll take one quick second to say hi to everybody tom shamblin what's up brian eider fish back Bailey. um uh, okay yeah hi sean brennan again and fleener What's up, guys? Thanks for watching. Fleener. So, hey, Chase has a game for you. Okay. So <laughs> don't, don't get too scared, dude. It's 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 it's, it's G rated. Okay, well, I yeah, feel if I today, was doing it, it wouldn't be G rated. So you're lucky you got Chase. You don't have to worry about a thing. All right. I have created a game. I was actually sitting down because we usually do new products or random news about weird stuff that has nothing to do with RC. Yeah. So I was sitting down looking at things and I was like, hmm, what could we do with Dakota? What are we going to do? So, many so I created a game. It's a true or false game, but instead of true or false, it's going to be fend or foe. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to play fend or foe. And these are all uh, true or false facts from Michigan where you reside. And these are all fake or true facts about Michigan. Okay. All right. Let me set this up real quick. I do have them written down, but I was screenshotting them at the same time. So it's probably kind of mixed up, but we're going to give it a shot. Okay. Let me get a pen so I can check them off here. What, what, how many points has he got to get to win? Um, I didn't really get to the point system part. We had well, to like, let's just go <laughs> one point for a, a correct answer and zero for a non-correct. But I mean, how many questions do you have? I have no idea. <laughs> like eight. Okay. So you got to get <laughs> more. Right. You got to have ma majority. Majority. Okay, right. Robert, majority we're going to, we're going to go to our producer and use our producer for the first time ever. You're going to have to count how many questions are actually done and we'll see what Dakota's average was on the amount of questions that were asked. Are you ready, Robert? Are you awake over there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Okay, perfect. Okay, the first question in Fend or Foe is, 
Did Michigan have the first official floating post office? Oh, interesting. That's an Bender interesting I, I don't know the answer to this. Um, what would you guess? I'm going to go foe. You're wrong. Oh, <laughs> Michigan the had the first official floating post office, which is cool because you can go for a little wakeboard cruise. Yeah. Drop off the mail. You know, that's interesting. Find that's that cool. post office. Yeah. All right. We're going to scratch that one off. <laughs> okay. So second question in Fender Foe. Michigan. What I hear is your mascot is the Wolverine. Just to set this up. There's actually no. Any more living Wolverines in Michigan, and the last one seen in 2004 was the first one in 200 years. Bender foe. Mm. I'm going to say trivia music, Robert. (laughs) 10 seconds, Dakota. Uh, I'm going to say foe to that one. You're wrong again. Oh, man. Ben (laughs) is wrong again. I put myself in the hole. That is true. That is true. Although the land of the Wolverines one hasn't been seen in 200 years. Last one was seen in two, 2004. Dang. What's the I'm score? Can we get the score on the board, right Robert? It's uh, a 0 and 2. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't gotten too deep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So, although the rest, everywhere else in America, if you recycle one can, it's five cents redemption. That you get back. Is Michigan the only state? Well, I kind of gave that away. That is 10 cents. It's not on the five cent can. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a, f- a few more because I feel like in uh, in Michigan, when you do it, it always there's always a few states there. So I'm going to go foe. You're going to go foe. Dang, 0 for 3, Dakota Fend. Wow. Michigan is Man. the only state in America Man. that gives you 10 cents for a can. I was trying to help you, dude. I was trying. That's okay. All right. No, All it's right. okay. It's, I'm pretty sure that's interesting. I would have guessed – I thought there would have been a few more because I know on the on the cans it will show – it shows like Michigan 10 cents and it shows a few other states on there. But maybe it's showing those, mm. those states are the 5 cents. They must well, not like uh, these slim cans in Michigan because it says nothing about Michigan on it. Okay, I think I got I got two more. Okay. okay. Well, that's not eight or nine. That's five. Was that five? But whatever. I think I have some pictures. I mean, you basically just said that he loses because he's over. <laughs> whatever. Let's still let's let's hear his answers. I'm trying to pick one. I have so many. Oh, I thought I you said. Okay, here we go. Fender foe. <laughs> Michigan Indians were the first people. To actually have a phone number in the United States. Michigan people were the first to have phone numbers. In the From the States. beginning of time, the first people to get a phone number, like actually have a phone number, yeah. were machine machine. Yeah, those people. Michiganders. 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 <laughs> Is that oh, real? Man. Is that real? Michiganders. Yeah, that's. that's it sounded better than mine for sure. Okay. Somebody says. <laughs> somebody uh, says maybe I, ask some I, questions I, about California. Fend, you probably heard no more. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say foe. I feel like at some point it's got to be foe. 
You're wrong again. <laughs> Michigan was the first state in America to have a phone number. Oh, man, the oh, excitement man. Chase has had, dude, when you were wrong. I thought like, you were going to get on, that dude, one because you were just going to be like, you know what? I've been wrong this whole time. I'm just going to go the other way. Yeah, I went the, yeah, I went the other just, wow, uh, are you just trying to trick him or what? Like, what are you doing over there, Chase? No, I'm just trying to be, you know, just trying to be a game show host here. Um, <laughs> all right, last one. Okay. Was Michigan, Fender Foe, was Michigan the first state to pass a law that it was illegal to sag your pants? You can actually get a ticket in Michigan for sagging your pants. If you can see your butt. I'm going to go fend on this one. I'll probably be wrong now. But. We got oh, one. Right. We got one. We got one. All right. Oh, can, we get the score? can we get the score on the board, Robert? Oh, man. <laughs> one for five. You know, yeah, I was going to say, after uh, you know further review, we sent it to the judges. We're looking at a uh, – we're looking at a <laughs> – all right, cool. Thanks for playing Fend or Foe. We really, we really pissed off Bo uh, Jornhorst because he feels that uh, we robbed his his Bo or Joe segment uh, that he wanted to, that he thought he was going to bring on. But um, I don't know, Bo or Joe, whichever one you are today. Um, maybe next time. Bo or Joe? Well, Bo, you get on here. I can't have Bo or Joe with Dakota. It had to be <laughs> Fender zero, Bo. Makes zero sense, Bo. And no, Avelino, this is not a grinder app that we are on here. This is this is the wheel and trigger. One year right, anniversary. Happy anniversary, Dakota. Your yeah. mom uh, let year. us. Yeah, your your mom let us know that uh, you were the first guest, and this was our year anniversary. I was talking about that earlier, yep. and and. Uh, you got this all started with me one year ago. Thank you very much. Cheers to you. Yeah. Cheers. All right. So I'm trying to think of what is the best brain fart I've got. That was just that was just it. Was that it? That was it. Fender foe. Thanks for his best end, uh, brain fart. I think we're coming, we're rolling up. We're getting really close to seven o'clock, and it's about time to get some live calls coming through. Don't mind him, Dakota. He doesn't know how to tell time. <laughs> All right, yeah, we can definitely put up the uh, caller that way. Someone's ready. Um, anybody but Camden Lyme's allowed to call. <laughs> can you guys see who calls in, or is it just just? Oh random? yeah, Robert can. I'm pretty sure the Schimmel's called in about 14 times for Tater. <laughs> I heard about this. <laughs> yes, it was pretty. It I heard was he pretty called good. in as, as uh, him and his brother called in as uh, me and Chloe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was pretty. Was, it was pretty good. It was. It was really pretty funny. good. It One of my actually, favorite episodes thus far. Yeah, when they when they, when they called in as you and Chloe, it was pretty <laughs> cutting edge funny. <laughs> It was good, but um, yeah, man. They uh, once we had on um, Tater, all the floodgates were opened up with the kids, man. I mean, oh yeah. You do look like you got your gamer headsets on right now. You're about ready to go to war with these kids, or what? Yeah, maybe. I don't even have <laughs> Wi-Fi in my house, man. 
<laughs> I got a long ways to go. We didn't even have his option, but we uh, we're getting uh, we're getting fiber optic in here. So next month or so. So maybe uh, maybe I'll jump back on and try to learn how to do it again. This is a good question. Is Chaser Dakota coming to the fall brawl? I would love for that to be the case. Just saying. It's always a possibility. <laughs> Not on the schedule right now, but could always go. Uh, that's about that's about where I'm at. Not on the <laughs> schedule, but if we can make it happen, we'll try to make it happen. So you've got about two weeks till AMS. Your eight scale cars are already almost prepped, right? You were saying, are you just going to take a vacation till AMS? Yeah. Yep. About two weeks to AMS, um, and then from there I'll go pretty much. I think we're going to drive out, uh, bring the trailer, drive home probably Sunday night, Monday morning, and then we'll fly out Tuesday for uh, for a car for champs. Nice. I'll see you there, man. Driving to is going to suck, but it's probably a great decision because it could be just balls ass cold. Yeah. Well, last year was the first year we didn't drive, and then we just froze our ass off in the tent, um, and we didn't have sides or anything, so we were just uh, sitting. It was like a little like campfire action with the uh, with the propane heater, just sitting around it. Actually, I think we did. We drove. We didn't bring the trailer. I think is what happened. Oh. and it was it was miserable so i think we're gonna bring the trailer this year and uh stay nice and warm you don't have to pack up every night uh, i think last year it rained too so normally uh normally it rains every year so we'll avoid that as well nice robert read my mind i wanted to send this question your way you can see that on the screen from yep. taylor de losa yep yeah and, uh, it definitely changed uh changed a decent amount i feel like uh in previous years normally everyone will kind of run treads for the first few hours and then go into slicks. Um, I think last year was pretty much the first year we didn't do that. We just ran slicks the whole time. Um, and then this year was the same thing. So um, I, I ran, you know, in the beginning. And, you know, obviously the track is is green. Um, but there was honestly pretty decent grip uh, for, like, not having any rubber laid down. So kind of the first day, I really didn't mess with stuff too much. Um, I, I feel like with the pros, you kind of have, like, the two ends of it. It's really hard to find a balance. Um, you know, you're either changing stuff a ton or, you know, you're the guy that just drives. Um, I kind of more lean to the second where I just kind of drive. And if I'm comfortable, then I'm usually happy. Um, so I, I really didn't change much the whole first day. Kind of just uh, drove my tool drive around, um, drove truck, I think, one time and was like, yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty decent. You know, once the grip comes up, it'll just have more grip. And that's, you know, that'd be fine with me. Uh, and then I kind of tickered with the full drive a little bit, but didn't change too much the first day of practice. The second day of practice, where we had the seating and uh, the practice rounds, kind of you could see where you're at pace wise and and comfort wise. See who's making mistakes. You know, see if if you're crashing every lap. You know, maybe you need to make a change. Uh, and then pace was pretty good there. So I made a few, like I said, I made a few small changes here and there, um, but kept everything pretty much the same. I actually made more changes, like end of qualifying. And then towards main day and stuff, once I kind of knew where the track was and what I needed. Um, so four drive, I was kind of just trying to find a, find a little bit better balance. And uh, there was some some like bumpy sections of the track. Uh, and then also with the landing and stuff. So I messed with the shocks a little bit, trying to get the car to land a little bit better, be a little bit more plush around the track. And that was about it with that. I also worked on uh, just trying to get the car a little bit less twitchy. Once the grip came up um, with the full drive cars, it can kind of get a little bit gnarly with the bumps and stuff. It uh, it made the cars pretty edgy, so it worked on that some. Uh, truck 
I pretty much left alone, just kind of uh, tinkered here and there a little bit, but truck's always always pretty decent, and uh, we have a pretty good setup with that. So left that mostly uh, mostly just how it was. Um, and then tool drive, I did actually make a pretty big change going into uh, into the main just to get more grip in the car, and uh, we had the aiming in practice, so I was able to kind of mess around a little bit. Made some changes just to get some more grip in the car. Uh, I felt like, you know, towards the end of qualifying, I was kind of starting to slide a little bit in those off-camera sections. And I think my car actually felt tippy because it was sliding and then catching. So I got some more grip in, into the car, and uh, it was uh, it was great for the main. Yeah, you, you dominated. Uh, looked, like you, looked like you dominated two-wheel and four-wheel. I mean, uh, truck. Um, and I got to say, I, I don't know if anyone else can see Taylor DeLosa's uh, Facebook uh profile picture but dude's jacked i mean bro, <laughs> you're killing it yeah. i love it uh and thanks that's a that's a fantastic question i think we got a caller though and they like just hung up what yeah, oh they, man they were waiting patiently and just hung they got up. not patient right. enough yeah stage right. Mean, all right we got one more question or another question from cody thompson which is probably something that a lot of people want to know um if you could pull that up yep yeah, that's a great question. Um, pretty, pretty dang different. Um, Cody just went, as, ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, about as, uh, about, as <laughs> about as different as you can get, um, you know, with it, with the four-wheel drive, um, different, you know, sway bars, different uh, pill locations. Um, you know, I guess shock locations would be, would be similar, um, but camera links, we usually run, run in different locations, um, different, like I said, different shock setup. Um, you know, the slipper instead of the center diff, different diff oils. Um, we run different, different tone anti-squat in the back. Um, and then, uh, yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, you, you might want to go practice a little bit before you go to, he's, yeah, it's I mean, his you first can, time going to Florida Carpet Championship. So he's, okay. he's trying I would, to I would say out. if you're coming from a dirt car and you're going to carpet, you're in better shape than if you're uh, coming from a carpet car and going to dirt. Um, you can get around the track with a dirt car and carpet and, you know, be, be pretty okay as far as just getting around, but probably not super competitive. Um, so unfortunately that's going to take a, a little bit, of, a little bit of tinkering. Right on. Right so on. we, we got our caller back, but I do, I do want to mention that uh, Cody Thompson, not as jacked as Taylor DeLosa, just, uh, just to throw <laughs> that out there, but uh, still a good dude, really good dude. All right. Like not even not worth not even worth mentioning in the jack. Category. Well, I mean, you, you didn't even have to say anything. You know, you no, know, I did. <laughs> What's up, Randy Romanick? All right, let's get this caller in. Who we got here, Edgar? Oh, oh. What's up, Edgar? What's up, guys? There he is. Hey, how you going? So, what you got, man? You got a Honestly. question for uh, the Phenom, or you just calling to? Yeah, I had a question for, uh, you know, uh, basically, you know, like, what's that one race each year that you look forward to? Because, I mean, there's so many to choose from. Like, now we got, like, so many big races that, you know, most people choose Silver State or DNC. But, you know, what is his specific race that he is his go-to, you know? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I, I would say I have a few throughout the year. Um I, I mean, honestly, I honestly always look forward to uh, Masters of Dirt. Um, I I like the unique format. I like that it's a little bit different, uh, and I like that it's a, a little bit more relaxed atmosphere as well. I kind of get to hang out and uh, enjoy yourself a little bit and, uh, you know, just kind of hang out with everybody. 
um, you know, spend spend the nights out a little bit later than you normally would at some of the other races. Uh, I think it also kind of marks a transition in the year. Normally, it's uh, it's right after Worlds, um, so kind of after Worlds. I feel like you kind of get to uh, relax a little bit. Um, you know, obviously, there's still important races, but you got the Nationals and the Worlds done, um, you know, the really, really high-strung races. Um, so now after that, you kind of get to uh, the rest of the season a little bit, um, you know, with a lot less pressure. Um, and then I'd say for, for eight-scale races, oh, man, there's – there's uh, definitely some good ones. Um, I don't know. They, they kind of all have their, their, you know, unique, unique purposes and how they work and how they run and the different track conditions and stuff. Um, I would say Silver State is always fun just because of, uh, you know, the atmosphere where it's at. It's a great location, um, really cool to hang out and uh, just uh, overall just a great experience. Hell yeah. Awesome. Good answer. Good answers. Good question. Thank you, Edgar. You got anything else for us? No, that was just my main question. I want to get out. Well, thank you. Have you Thanks eaten dinner yet, awesome. Edgar? Edgar, have you had any dinner yet tonight? Dude, down here where I'm at, it's already like almost 8.30. But yeah, I've already had dinner, everything. I'm just doing some homework listening to you guys, you know? What, what'd awesome, you eat? Man. Dude, um... So like my I'm on the Mexican side, so like my mom makes these green enchiladas oh. with melted cheese, oh, the man. rice, the whole nine yards. I'm dude. so hungry right now. <laughs> Good dinner tonight. That sounds phenomenal. Well, thank you so much for uh calling in and listening, dude, and get that homework done, homie. And uh Yeah. Damn. Food sounds Appreciate amazing. Appreciate uh, what you guys do out here. Thanks, bro. Right on. Thanks for calling in, Eggert. Thanks, Have man. Thanks. So we do have another good question right here, um, and I I will oblige. I'll, I can talk about this. Um, <laughs> I will glue hair to my face for double what the the what was take. Um, so you know about sixteen to eighteen hundred bucks. That'd be double you know, for double for charity. You know, like buy some hair extensions and cut them up, or he's gonna go to like a barber shop and sweep the floor up. I, I've got a barber shop, <laughs> barber shop two two doors down from the studio. Um, all different colors of hair come through there. I will do uh, like a full brindle beard um, for eighteen hundred bucks. <laughs> if uh, you guys want to want to do it, I'll eighteen hundred bucks. That's the number. I'll do it for. I'll, I'll leave it on for three days. Pictures and everything. Awesome. That's all I got. Perfect. We need another cool. Hey, someone's wondering if that's a flamingo shirt. Okay. Uh, yes, it is. It is a flamingo shirt. It was a Lenny. I was trying to save it for Florida Carpet Champs, but I couldn't. I just couldn't keep it held, locked in that long. You know? He literally got on well, in the pre-show meeting and was like, check out my shirt. You like it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's rad. He's like, I couldn't wait. I wanted to wear the Florida Carpet Champs. So that's a true story. <laughs> um. Here's a good question. Jackowitz. Yeah, great question. How many times did you wreck over the course of the weekend? I know you keep track. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I, the, the important thing is, is I crushed less as the weekend went on. Do you think that's, that's the goal? I might have asked you this, you know, just you and I um, the other night, but uh, I'd like other people to know your opinion because I, I, I think it's true. Um, I feel it's true that 
it was frustrating for the pros and i heard a lot of rumblings like this track sucks or i'm never coming back there was all kind of different things early on when practice was a little bit of chaotic but uh, as the racing went on um i feel that went away for the most part but do you do you feel like the pros that were upset or frustrated i don't even want to use the word upset but more frustrated uh were frustrated because that you guys are so used to figuring out a track and first couple few battery packs and it's you're not used to you know i don't want to say suck but crashing and sucking yeah. for that long uh i think that was a part of it i think a lot of it honestly was i i mean that track was obviously harder um and with it being open practice it was really hard for us to ever actually like get a clean lap in to be able to figure the track out um just because there was there's obviously there's a big speed difference when you have a harder track that that speed difference and consistency is is magnified by quite a bit um so i think it was really hard for us to actually i, I mean i think it, it yeah for sure it took us longer to adapt and figure out the track but i think that it made it take even longer because you know we would go out and do you know the, what the four minute practice sessions and we would only do you know two or three laps where we weren't you know in a pile up or hitting an upside down car or or having to kind of change our line or not do the rhythm section because there was cars there. Um, so I think that was part of it. Um, I think it would have been, you know, a, a lot easier. I'm not saying to do this, but I think it would have been a lot easier for us to figure out if we had like, if there was like a separate, you know, pro practice session. Or, Almost you know, like AMS, like a, assigned heat practices or something like that. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's uh, taken us longer than normal um, for sure to figure the track out, but I think it would have been a little bit of a easier than what it was. Um, you know, we were getting, we were getting beat up out there for sure. Um, you know, everyone was with their cars and stuff. Um, so I think that probably led to the frustration probably the most out of any of it. Um, you know, I think you saw by, by main time, we we're able to, you know, be pretty consistent. Um, there's obviously, you know, if you get out of a rhythm on this track, it was, it was really tough to get back going again. You know, you, you'd case a rhythm section and the rest of the track would instantly get like, you know, 15% harder for the rest of the lap. And then you get kind of get back into a little bit of a rhythm and then it would kind of uh, get easier again. But yeah, it was a, it was a tough track. There was just a few sections that just uh, wanted to, to kick your butt and uh, figuring, figuring those out. And, you know, also the track did change a little bit as well. Um, you know, the, the double, triple, the jump faces were getting, getting beat up. Um, but honestly, like for, for how much abuse they were taking and what the faces of the lips look like, we, you know, we were able to still pretty much jump everything, um, you know, pretty similar, similarly to how we were and, uh, and practice without anything, you know, crazy going on, you know, we weren't going upside down off of jumps or anything like that. So. Right on. So there, there you have it, Brent. Yeah. Got it down, pro or you know, skill separate practice sessions. Possibly. I expect nothing but nothing less from those guys to to get it down. I just it just took them a little longer than normal. That's all. And you know, it made for great spectating from the couch. Like, <laughs> what I mean, good lord, you'd think somebody'd have it, and then I mean, it's just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth all the yeah. time. It was it was really. It, really uh, a breath of fresh air kind of probably not for you guys it probably was quite frustrating having to wonder yeah. you know have butt pucker like five butt pucker <laughs> sections of the track yeah for you know? sure it, uh, it made the, it it made the race such... feel 
it made the race feel a lot longer than it was. And I mean, you saw even in qualifying still, like I, I was talking to a couple people about it. Like when's the last time you've seen someone, you know, TQ a, a, a pro pro class for a round and have 95, 96% consistency. Like that's not even, you wouldn't even be in the top 20 at, at most, you know, most events. So normally it's, it's high 98s to low 99s now is, is where we're at for 10 scale racing. Um, so it was, a, I mean, it, you know, everyone was crashing. We were, you know, all making mistakes, all crashing, having a single with the rhythm section or, you know, kind of adjust our line, uh, you know, flipping over pretty much anything and everything like it was, it was happening. So it was, uh, it was definitely pretty interesting to go back and uh, look at the stats. I think one of the four drive rounds, I finished fourth for the round and I had like 92% consistency. And I felt like the first, I was telling Chloe, like the first two minutes was like the worst two minutes I've like ever driven or experienced i felt like in my life <laughs> but i'm like man other people had it worse obviously like i still finished fourth. So yeah like, man, but it was, was even more than that <laughs> with such an elite event like that don't you think the track should be more challenging for you guys because most yeah. of the time like brent said you know the, the tracks are they look i mean watching on tv they look fairly easy to you guys all the rhythms and, and all that mm -hmm. stuff it, it all you're just figuring out timing and where to grab the last little millisecond of speed. Now, yes. did you, even though it was hard, did you, did you deep down enjoy the difficulty of that track? Yeah, no, I, I, I enjoy challenge. I, I usually prefer the more technical tracks, um, you know, where you have to really time things out and, and getting, get into that rhythm and, you know, decide there was different lines and stuff we could take in the middle section. And you saw in full drive, like everyone was, was taking different lines in the beginning, whether it be double, triple, or triple, double. Uh, and then same thing with the step up. You could do double, double, which is a little bit faster than the triple single, but it was a lot harder to time, um, kind of get the car scrubbing speed up the face. And sometimes you wouldn't get that pop. Um, and I would say like, you know, you're, you're clear and you're trying to get enough speed to clear the, the step up and not clip it, but then you're jumping, you know, farther into than the face already. of, the, yeah. of the, 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 yeah. the double right there. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That was a really, that, there was really definitely like, a small tuning window right there for landing off of that step yep. up, go big and clear it or just barely skim it and land perfect for that double. So, I mean, yep. the jumps, the, the jumps look really hard, but looked very rewarding for, uh, for proper driving. It looked, it, looked, it was yep. awesome. It, it's how it should be, you know, I think. Yeah. But so, also frustrating as shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you were, you were, you got to be in two of the three um, money races and mm -hmm. you, you won a hundred bucks in the dash for cash. And uh, I'm pretty sure you probably spent that on mini golf on Sunday night. <laughs> um, and then you, you were also in the hooligan race, which is the most watched race uh, probably all year. I mean, everybody's watching that race that it's, it, so that was the first one you'd ever done, isn't it? I think it was my second. I think you it was got my to second be one. It had one? been a couple of years, yeah. So what happened to you to to where you couldn't uh, continue? Because I, 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 <laughs> it happened in a corner I couldn't see. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I blew it pretty pretty early on. Um, I kind of waited at the start and let everyone kind of run into each other and flip each other over. And I also, I didn't know what the, I didn't know. I was I like to watch, but I didn't see in the beginning if there was anything in any of those boxes or not on the tabletop. Um, so I kind of <laughs> wanted to, to see some people go through there and, and clear the path a little bit and see what was going on. Um, I figured, you know, which 
they didn't do, but I figured that Lucas had put like a brick in one of them or something. It should have been. The first one or two guys just totally turtles on those things, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of threw them like it's, uh, you had to let them blast and, clear away for you, you know? Yeah. I, I get the strategy. I made, it, I made it through the first lap. I think it was in like second or third. Um, and then the second lap, it was, uh, if you're in the driver's hand, it was the back right corner um, before the the step up. I just I was going around the bricks and I was going to the outside and I had slicks on um, and I was driving someone else's car too. And you know, obviously you're you're not getting a warm up lap and I just went to hit the brakes and just slid um, and went straight into the the concrete wall there at the end. And I must have just hit it just right because it instantly uh, flipped over after running into the wall. So. Yeah, those bricks that, uh, definitely blended into the dirt too. Because yeah, when, when we yeah. first watched it, I was like, "Are those freaking bricks?" <laughs> like, yep. well, yeah, those are bricks right there. Yeah, they were that, full that, blown pavers. Those man. those bricks definitely proved to be a definite obstacle out there that people were getting hung up on a lot. The ladder. Oh, I wasn't that flipped over multiple. that way. What's that? Oops. Oh, I, was, I, I think I skipped out for a second. I'm like, I wasn't, I wasn't that good. I didn't actually flip over on the bricks. I just ran into the concrete wall and flipped over. <laughs> I mean, it's not like that thing was wasn't there the whole week. You yeah, know? yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the ladder claimed about four cars right oh, in front yeah. of me. Ladder claimed some people. Yeah. For sure. So where, uh, Lenny Langford wants to know where did you go? Uh, what what miniature golf course did you go to? Mm. Uh, we tried to go to one like a it was like Atlantis or something like that, but it was closed. Um, Atlanticus, that's the one that has yes. the Minotaur, uh, Lenny. We, yeah, we he's, tried he's to go there. Minotaur. We tried to go there, but it was uh, it was closed. Um, so we went somewhere else. I can't think of the name. It, they're open late. Uh, it was where we went last year with like there's like 50 people that went last year. Um, this year was a little bit smaller. There was probably I don't know 20 people. Uh, that showed up but it was a it was a good time we got about 14 holes in um before we decided to jet out but it was a good time and what happened with uh uh brennan um uh he got uh he got a little excited there and uh i think he definitely hit something so yeah yeah, he lost his lost his golf ball yeah that's right it went or flying there's a structure, something like a <laughs> square structure with a A-frame roof or something like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, we got another question from the gallery. No callers. We're, we need our callers in. Um, what What's your thought on Florida Carpet Champs in a couple of weeks? Yeah, I, I always have fun there. I mean, that is, that is you know one of the coolest carpet tracks, um, just the, the size of it alone. They have so, so much room and so much ability to really make whatever layout they want. The straightaway is always crazy long. We're, you know, running crazy power. Um, you know, I'm, I run a four five in my four drive with like, you know, 25, 30 turbo in it. Um, so it is absolutely ridiculously fast, fast layout, tons of power. And, uh, they usually, they usually do a pretty good job. Uh, and they kind of have a little bit of a unique, uh, unique thing they do too. They do that super pole thing for a two drive, four drive mod, um, for, I think it's like second through fifth. And, you know, you have, I think it's three laps to three or three or four or five laps, something like that. And, uh, you know, however, uh, whoever has a fast lap, that should start second. So 
it's uh it's always pretty cool to watch everyone you know comes out and uh and watches and cheers everyone on and it's uh it's a good time that's sick yeah i'm excited to go i can't wait i, I don't get to race when i go but i'm excited to go yeah it's fun it's fun to watch there's usually good racing and like I said, if you qualify second, you end up fifth after the Super Bowl. It's not a good time, but uh, for the most part, you know, it's a it's a cool experience. Cool to cool to do yeah. that and be a part of it. Super Bowl can definitely work against you because I remember, <laughs> yes. you know, at, a, at AMS they have Super Bowl as well, and I qualified yeah. good into the Super Bowl. Did crappy in the Super Bowl, ended up way in the back. So <laughs> yeah. for the main, so yeah, Super Bowl. I don't I don't know if I'm a fan yet. I like the idea, <laughs> not when it works out. Yeah, the right it's way. it's nice. Yeah, it's something different, you know, but yeah, it also like cool. when you do when you do, you know, a day and a half, two days of qualifying or, you know, three qualifiers or whatever. And then you do a uh, do a pull and, you know, and, you know, whether it be five laps or 10 minutes, you know, AMS for the main or whatever it is like that can all go away really quick. So, yeah, I, uh, I see I see both sides of it for sure. We did that. Pole I was like, wait, what? We did that. that pole fun. <laughs> yeah. We did the pole shuffle a few years ago, and I know that we uh, we definitely got some uh, kickback, a little bit of like, you know, I know that not everyone was stoked about it and all, but it made for some really cool, you know, things. And, I, yeah. I you know, looking back on it, I think, you know, like, yeah, I think it's pretty cool that, especially like thinking what you're just saying about the Super Bowl, instead of, I, we maybe should have just eliminated the pole sitter, whoever qualified on TQ mm -hmm. at the very least, but um, we didn't, we made everybody race for it. And, uh, what was it? Like every two laps we stopped and we took whoever was last off and that's where yep. they started. And, and until you got yep. to the end, um, and it went pretty good. There was only one race. I think it was, uh, Tyler Jones made a couple bonsai moves and, uh, I, I know he got into Dustin Evans. That was kind of one of those, uh, those fiery moments at that time. Um, but yeah, I, I like stuff like that for me personally. I'm, I'm a big fan of, of trying new things and doing stuff that's, mm -hmm. uh, not the norm that we see at pretty much 99% of the, the races we go to. Yeah. And the concept is definitely awesome, you know? Absolutely. But I mean, I talked to, to TJ on my way home from work today and he said that, man, the modified class is going to be out of control this year. over there. <laughs> oh boy, man. Bring it dude. Yeah. yeah I'm sure there's, a, there's a lot of good guys coming in. Well, man, I'm I'm kind of bummed. We're getting stumped on these calls. Maybe Robert's got the phone turned off. I don't know what's going on. Figured we'd have more of a. I'm I'm. We're good. We're we're waiting. Jesus. <laughs> standing by. Callers are standing by. We have had a couple people talk about how big of a role and how fast Mason Templeton was this last weekend. Templeton, um, he really really showed up for third round of qualifying in the main events that kid was on fire he shined man shined he was ripping i did great he did i think he won what uh two wheel and in, in truck and then i think like second and full drive or something like that second yeah. And four wheel. yeah he did basically yeah. the same thing you did i mean he was on good fire weekend. yeah i think it he tq'd wheeler so he got 13.5 mm -hmm. wheeler um but yeah for for a kid that uh you know, he's really pursuing the 10 scale side of things. Um, he, he really, really did good. Yeah. I feel like he's one of the drivers too. Like when you watch him, he's always usually like pretty solid, um, you know, kind of just stays in the hunt. Um, doesn't do anything, you know, usually too crazy and kind of just, 
just like right. you said, just kind of stays in the hunt and what's what's the race come to him. So obviously yeah. in the ten minute mains that pays off not making those mistakes early on. Yeah, really cool, calm and collected and and very precise. Yep. Good kid. I mean, he works at Hot Rod Hobbies. He lives, eats, and breathes RC cars and going to the gym. That's it. <laughs> yeah so what what was your favorite uh what was your uh your drink of choice this weekend what were you relaxing to dakota um i pulled out i kind of did something a little bit different this weekend um i mean i'm a i don't think it's any secret i'm typically a, a whiskey guy um but i did a vanilla crown this past weekend um just i don't know just easy easy to drink um you kind of mix it up um, with a splash of coke here and there and yeah it was a it was a good weekend i i enjoyed myself that's wild i've got a little bit of that over here too it's <laughs> good stuff i have none of that under my roof we, <laughs> poison we uh <laughs> i also broke out uh some uh, uh shout out to brad smith who uh, brought me a really nice bottle of this um uh What's it called again? Uh, Me Familia Tequila, and it's got its own like shot glass in the top. Hopefully, I don't spill it on my computer. It would suck. Um, and I, I had uh, doing some podcasts with some people, and I uh, had some of that, and it was very fantastic. To tell you, the yeah, it's it good stuff. Um, Dirt Oval RC wants to know: Is there any oval racing in your future? Um. I mean, I, w- I would totally be down to do it. Um, really just, like I said, anything I'm down to kind of do anything, um, any type of racing is just obviously schedule permitting. Um, and if I, if I have the time, um, most of, mostly like stuff like that would have to be kind of a, at least for, for me to like have the time to do it to get started would be kind of like a, if someone has a car or something that I can just go and run, um, you know, enjoy myself and not have to, you know, put the hours into, to building it from scratch just to you know go out every once in a while um you know that really kind of that kind of a thing but i mean i was i would always be down and you know have a good time for sure i'm pretty sure that uh max fleur with custom works or dustin uh dustin malicote with gfrp would more than happy let you <laughs> wheel one of their factory cars yeah i'm sure of that Here's a uh, a really good question, and this is something that's been kind of going around, and I'd love to know your thoughts on this for sure. Yeah, um, man. So I, I would say the cool thing with RC is that we we all talk. Um, you know, we kind of all know what's going on in the industry for the most part, and we all talk and all want to be on the same page. Um, so. You know, from what I know and from what I've heard, it sounds like a lot of the guys from overseas are planning on going um, as of right now. And it sounds like uh, the. Uh oh. I'm going to use this. Majority of the guys in the U.S. are not planning. I would like to get some more information and kind of just see how uh, how unsafe it would uh, it would be and kind of go from there. So I'm not I'm not ruling it out yet, but. It uh, it sounds like it's a pretty sketchy place, and you know, obviously, we uh, we have more to life than uh, just an RC race. So, want to make sure that uh, you know, we all have our have our priorities straight, and if it's not safe, then uh, you know, make the right decision there. Well, I mean, I'm going, so I'm wondering why everybody else isn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I've been looking forward to this. 
But I, I understand. I, I did have a conversation um, with a couple guys this week or this, yeah, this past weekend. And, and one of the things they did talk about was there be, being that I am newly appointed on the Roar committee, they were asking what I thought or, if, you know, what the situation was. And honestly, we really haven't heard anything yet from IFMAR. I mean, it's kind of been announced that it's going there, but we've not seen anything about it. You know, there's not yeah. been a deck sheet. There's not been any stages put out like nothing. Nothing's been really formally shown to us to even speak of so I, I wonder if that's because they're searching for a new venue they're getting kicked back or if they're you know behind which i would not know why i mean they got very little to do um <laughs> but you know just stuff like that like what why why don't we know anything yet and it's going to be yeah. you know less than a year people need to make travel plans if if they are going or if it's somewhere else you know it just the whole thing's kind of weird to me at this very moment so but uh, Mike Fuller says, uh, hire a local guide and you'll be fine. So I assume that's what the Fullers are doing. They're going yeah. full full guide. And I actually, that's, it is what somebody else told me, um, to hire a guide uh, or have somebody that knows the knows the lay of the land for sure. Um, yeah. That's yeah. the best, best way to do it anytime you travel abroad. You know, have a guide, speaks the language and all that good stuff. Like, really helps out. I mean, we have a family trip planned to Egypt in December and I'm still pretty scared. <laughs> Everything's going on. I just look so at we might have, we might have to back out from that. I just roll, man. I go and I do it. I I, I really have I've really never had any issues. I just kind of throw caution to the wind, but it is definitely different though. I so it's even stupider to say what I just said because I always take my family with me. Uh, if it yeah. was just me throwing costs in the wind should be a lot better, but I'm very, uh, we, we like to travel and we're adventurous. So for us, it's kind of like, well, we're planning on going, so we're going to, we're going to make the best of it. Well, if you have a pinch of street smarts and a little bit of common sense, you can get it, you can get around anywhere. No problem. <laughs> you know, Blake, nobody, yeah. if Mar gives us zero assurances and, um, they haven't provided any comfortability. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And I, I think too, for some of us, like we've had, we've had the bad experiences uh, going to worlds with Ifmar and you would, you would think that they would have, you know, I wouldn't say that we necessarily need assurances, but you would think they would do their due diligence to make sure that when you go somewhere um, you're actually like welcome there. And it's actually like a good thing. Uh, I remember going to Argentina, I think it was back in 20, I don't know. I think it was 23. 13 I don't, i'm not good with dates but i remember going there and we uh there was probably 15 or 20 of us that got stuck in a customs for you know probably 12 hours or so um and they had to pay a bunch of money to get us out and pretty much we came into you know the the airport where the world is at and we were told that rc cars are illegal and the only way you can bring them in is if uh, you pay cash per bag to get out so oh, wow. I'm like, if this is, you know, this is where we're holding the world champ, if more world championships and the people uh, that let you in the country are telling you that, that they're illegal here. So there's a, you, you know, well, you know, if, when you have experiences like that, it kind of makes you, uh, makes you want to be a little bit more hesitant when they have, uh, have these worlds at places that you've heard and, and know, you know, possibly aren't going to be very safe. You don't really know what you're getting into. Um, so I think that's uh that's the hard part. Yeah. I, yeah, that's uh, gnarly, man. I mean, they they definitely shouldn't be holding places, races in places that are sketchy. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. that that should be a given, right? 
why even think? <laughs> right. why, why, why even? Why would? Why would you even think of those kind of places for that? They have one job, <laughs> right? They got one job, and that's to put on an event in a place that there's a track. It's safe. It's affordable or close to airports with affordable lodging. Like they don't have a very tough job. So, or make a track in a place like a silver state, but in a, in a foreign land, if they want to do it there, you know, we got a caller. All right. Yep. What do we got? You're going to love it. Oh, no, no way. way. You're in for a treat, Dakota. It's me, baby. No way. <laughs> Where have you What's up, been? John? Oh, that's confidential. But I'm sure you saw the the news about the the alien. No. Let's just say I, I've been I've been around. <laughs> You've been there, right. it's fear or what? Like, what what do you got going on? Oh, that's confidential. But it's all about right now. It's all about uh, our big winner here. Yeah. Right. You got a question for uh, the Master of Dirt, three-time Master of Dirt, Dakota Finn? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You know how you were in the pileup during the race this weekend? How did you <laughs> mentally get past getting in a wreck like that? I got stuck up. I got stuck up at a alien pro party, and I'm honestly terrified to go back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Dude, you can't make this shit. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. I, I believe Dakota already covered that, John, if you were listening earlier, but you may have just been beamed uh, back down. So I don't know how long. It was you've too been. late. Yeah. How long have you been back on Earth? Is that confidential? Oh, that, that's confidential. <laughs> 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 oh my god that's, that's well i don't know if you feel like explaining it again to john yeah, uh, no, Dakota, no. but it's uh it's fine i'll we'll do a quick uh quick run through again um can, no, can you explain it in um extraterrestrial terms though that's the question <laughs> yeah <this laughs> what do you got in you here that's the hard part that's the hard part oh man um no it's it's definitely uh hard to uh hard to reset but uh I suppose when uh, when your life is on the line, there's uh, no better no better way than to uh, to step up and, uh, and make it happen and stay calm. So uh, my suggestion would be to uh, to take a breath and uh, to see see what you can make happen. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when things are going so bad, you find like a, a Zen state and you you drive amazing. It's it's something that clicks. Is so weird. Yeah, what I took from the advice Dakota just gave to John from Arizona was to just take a breath and stay calm. Yep, just take a breath and stay calm. You said it best. <laughs> so, John, we've had about five shows without you when you were, uh, you know, the first call. You know, one of our our most consistent callers for all of our three shows before before you took a four four show hiatus. Is there any kind of news that you can give us um, where you've been? The last the last show was actually your girlfriend called in. Are you still with her? Oh, no, not anymore. We I, I had broken off. She was she was looking for me after I went to the alien party. And she seemed clingy. Did you, yeah. You, did you just lose her there? Or? Just, a, just a bit. 
Brent was unconvinced that that wasn't you with the voice changer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it was just you, but I, I, I will say she did sound very clingy. Yeah, you know, you know how it is. I, I needed my space, you know. <laughs> right well, on, so man. So, you, so you, you actually space. does that mean outer space or what kind of space did you actually need? I yeah, I needed my outer space, my space to go. <laughs> watch blink 182 and hang out with tom DeLong. <laughs> you know they, they just announced their tour are you excited can you watch that oh, or are you gonna be back out yeah of the i heard about that yeah they were in vegas last week and my sister was there awesome i hope to catch them uh if they if they come back to uh come back to the east coast is that where you're at now no <laughs> definitely not john is definitely but i will be <laughs> close right now do you think they should be the opening act for masters of dirt 2024 yeah absolutely absolutely i don't disagree with that it might be some of the best words out of your mouth pretty pretty decent pretty decent you know what's funny is i saw it, it kind of clipped in really quick my son actually are you did you call because my son actually commented i saw it pop up for a second Wondering where you were. Did you answer my son's call, John? Hey, your son. Even. <laughs> I would. I would. Like, I don't really approve of my son watching this, but. <laughs> but he is. <laughs> but somehow he finds a way every time. <laughs> well, you can't do nothing about it. You're on the. <laughs> I, dude, we have every parental Wi-Fi control you could possibly imagine. The kid just hacks into it all and gets past all the firewalls and all that stuff. So oh it is what God. it is. Uh, Cody Thompson says John from Arizona is Mimo Buggy. That could be something. Oh, man, could, could be imagine? something to this. So, John, you obviously watched this race. What did you think about the rest of the race? That was good. Did you think the track was hard? Nah. <laughs> it looks pretty hard. I don't know. I've never raced before. <laughs> oh damn, man! Awesome. Well, I I ain't gonna lie. I mean, we we've kind of missed you. We we like to laugh. Oh, man, that'd be good from very, Blake Baker. You're a very funny guy. Um, you think yeah, you can make that happen, Dakota? Dakota, we definitely need this. I could do that. I. uh Probably not this season, uh, but I could definitely make it happen uh, before uh, Masters of Dirt next year. It's that probably would, uh, that would be rad for sure. It's a little risky. You might want to do like a little wrist lanyard or something on that. No, thing. no, no. He's no, got three of fine. them. He he can lose one. <laughs> oh, okay, but <laughs> no, dude, speaking of the speaking of the lakes, did you know that you know how Michigan is is always known as the land of ten thousand lakes? Did you know there's actually eleven thousand inland lakes in Michigan? So it's, I didn't know the exact number, but I know there's, there's, is it's 11,000. Yep. Yeah. That was one of your questions, did, but I glossed over it. Did you know that, John from Arizona? <laughs> Sorry, what? I didn't hear that. Did you know that there's more than 10,000 lakes in, in inland in Michigan? I thought there was just one. <laughs> well, all right, you're close. You were close. Well, thank you again for uh, finding your way back to civilization with um, this group of people that, for whatever reason, love hearing your voice. Um, yes, please come back for the yeah. next one. 
Maybe we'll get Bo Jonhurst on next time. Waffle House. Yeah, Waffle House sounds good. You meeting us there? No, I'm in. I'm at a Waffle House right now, and this uh, this Wi-Fi is not good. And I got a yeah. I got an alien that's. Hmm, let me let me check my text. I was begging for a pegging, but all right, I'll oh, I'll leave you all. Oh my! Thanks, thanks for calling in, John. Oh, TJ Bradley <laughs> is on the line, not on the line, oh, but on the on the show. Camden's watching again. They've been oh. going in and out. So Man. we had a question a little bit earlier. What what kind of sweet tricks can you do on that wake wake surf? Do you just primarily wake surf? Because I know that I started wake skating when my knees started uh-huh. going bad because, you know, wakeboarding, yeah. it's a lot of impact when you're jumping the yes. wake and everything. So I just started wake surfing. I mean, wake skating yeah. because it was way before wake surfing even came out. Mm-hmm. I still have yet to get behind a wake skate, a wake surf boat, which I would totally love to just carve around and everything. But yeah. I mean, what do you got on that thing? Yeah. I mean, I can, uh, I mean, I, I know how to ski and stuff. Uh, I don't do it very often. Um, I know how to wakeboard. I have officially retired from wakeboarding. Um, Me too, man. It's, been, it's too hard on the knees. The two years now, I absolutely ruined myself a couple of years ago. Um, we had the Western Guards up and we all, I ate shit on the wakeboard. Uh, Anthony ate shit on the ramp and we were beat up. I had to crawl to the bathroom for two days. So oh. I am, I am, I am retired from wakeboarding, um, but I do love to wake surf. Don't get to do it anywhere near as much as I want to, but I, uh, yeah, I love it. It's just relaxing. You know, you can just pop up and I'm mean, like, I always tell people cause they're kind of always scared to start. I'm like, once you figure out how to get up, which is probably the hardest part cause you're not strapped in. I'm like, you literally can, it's so low impact. I mean, you can just drink yeah, a that's, beer and surf. That's like, what I loved about wake, wake skating is it was so, so low impact. You just carve up and down the wake and it's so fun yeah. forever. Endless yeah. wave, endless so I, wave. Oh yeah. I haven't got it down yet, but I'm working on the three sixties. Uh, I've gotten close a couple times. I can, I can land it. It's just uh stay in, staying in the wake after, after you. Complete. Yeah. Cause you, you lose so much speed once your fins hit backwards, you know, you gotta yep. do that quick. I would imagine. Yep. That looks fun. I'm just waiting. What Western is, Guard, yeah, no, it, Western it, Guard is, is always like, dude, you should Western Guard all the time. He's like, dude, come out with me. And, but there's no planning involved. It's always like four hours before. He's like, Hey, I'm heading to the lake. You want to come? I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm at work right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's how they roll. Dude, that's how they roll. I would love to, I would love to get out on that boat. Blake sure. Baker wants to know what does the master of dirt order from Waffle House? Man, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. The first time I actually went to Waffle House was with you last year, Brent. And this was, uh, <laughs> This was Sunday Sunday night after uh, some festivities. That was that oh was how late Sunday. was it too, man? We had uh, that was right after we had fun uh, on the track. Uh, you were teaching yeah. me how to race, and um, <laughs> had to been two sure, or three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't get back. We didn't get back to the hotel till like four or five because I had to leave for a flight at like six. Well, that makes that makes like almost two years in a row same thing so yeah. we didn't we didn't do the dang waffle house at, i i should have i ended up stopping at that 24-hour mcdonald's that uh bo jorn horse was talking about um here's another good question for you man um i used to play when i was younger um 
I do not play anymore. I do not have, uh, we don't have Wi-Fi at the house. We don't really have access to that. <laughs> um, so we were able to uh, get a hotspot box. Um, we have good phone service out here. So that's uh, that's how I'm on here right now. But yeah, we do not, uh, do not have Wi-Fi access at the moment. Um, we live in between a cornfield and forests and uh, there's not uh, not much going on out here. So maybe uh, maybe someday I'll get back on, kind of do it uh, casually for fun. And uh, I don't know, I've, I've heard Tater's pretty good, but we'll uh, we'll see if we can give him a, get a little bit of a run for his money someday. Only thing I just heard that you said was, uh, I don't play kid games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like to wakeboard and win big RC races. That's what I heard yeah. you say. Yeah. Very good. Well, guess what? We got another caller. Oh, no way. Awesome. Who we got there, DJ Barnes League? Sean B. Sean B. What up, Sean B? What's How you going be? on? Good. Talk What's happening, us. man? You got a question for uh, Dakota? Yeah, Dakota, do you plan on doing any racing in Canada uh, for 2024? Oh, man, great question. Um I, uh, not at the moment, um, you know, obviously subject, uh, subject to change. We kind of have, have our like basic schedule that we do every year for the most part. And then kind of sprinkle in a few, uh, few races here and there that we have extra time for, or kind of switch up here and there. Um, I, I did used to do a, a race in Canada. I've done it, uh, did it a few times when I was younger. Um, and then I used to, uh, I've been up to Otterville a couple of times as well. Um, that's just over the border there. Um, so totally, uh, totally down to just uh, really schedule schedule permitting. There's uh, unfortunately there's just so many races, which uh, which is great, but it's uh, it's just not possible to do everything anymore, and kind of have to uh, to pick and choose a little bit, and uh, you know don't really get to don't really get to do like the racing locally anymore. Um, you know, just go to hang out and stuff like that. But uh, you know, always uh, always a possibility. Yeah, I remember you used to come to the Canadian Owner Off Road Shootout. Yep. Yeah, I did that. I did that for a few years. That was always always a lot of fun. Um, like I said, I've been to Otterville, Otterville uh, once or twice. But uh, yeah, not. Uh, it's been quite a few years now since I've uh, popped over the border. So maybe we'll have to make something happen next yeah. year. Is there a legal reason for That's that? Maybe a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course not. No, that's maybe something that uh, if Mar maybe needs to do for in regards to a world event and and have a one in Canada. Yeah, that would be cool. I don't know if if they've ever had. I don't. I haven't heard of everyone one ever being in Canada. Uh, maybe way back in the day, but if so, it's definitely been a long time. So that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be a great place all the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because like Toronto, Toronto's a big, you know, like this huge airport there. There's uh, 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 in Montreal, Quebec, there's a big one, and like there's multiple areas that hold world events. So, yeah, for sure, that'd be awesome. They could definitely have it, man. Just a you know a dart at the map, wherever it's going to be. Well, I mean, yep. it, it might be better. Evidently, according to the, I don't know, the consensus, uh, it might be a lot safer. I, mean, I don't know. Doesn't sound like yeah, everyone wants to go to Brazil. Brazil's kind of hit and miss. I've heard that. There we go. Sorry, yeah, I, I would I would say I would definitely say so. There's there's that wild bar kicking in. 
<laughs> it keeps, it keeps me out for some reason. For, for a second uh, there, I thought you were just like squinting like you're about to fall asleep in your chair. While you were yeah, I, was just, I was just taking a nap real quick. <laughs> but that's pretty cool that you can still make this happen with no Wi-Fi. That your phone service is that good. It's magic. Yeah, I can see on. the I can see the towers towers right now from my house. It's uh, they're pretty close. Nice. Uh, obviously, not that's what I do. As I, as I build I those. Oh, cool. Is yeah. that 5G, though? I mean, I've heard a lot of bad about yeah. that 5G crap. Do you got 5G? <laughs> no, nothing bad about 5G. It's just more powerful. Hey, the Wi-Fi in Florida is good, so. There you go. Bitching. Well, thank you, Sean, G. Sean B. My bad. About to say okay, man. Sean G. Sean B. God. Have a good night, guys. You too, buddy. Well, thanks, thank man. You. See you. God. Right on. Well, Dakota, I know you're busy. No, you're good, man. You've had a long day cutting trees down, lumberjacking, yep. pulling docks out of water. Yep, we need to start on the old the old wood chopping here pretty soon. We got I'm just about to say I was about to say splitting wood. <laughs> yeah, like, we got some uh we got some loads dropped off here right before Masters, so we gotta gotta start cutting and splitting. Corey oh Humphrey's man, I was hoping that one didn't get pulled up. Well, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. listen, we don't run we don't run from a fight on this show. All right, we don't run from anything. We we hit it right in the mouth, you know. So that's a pretty good question. However, I also can understand, like he says, if you have to plead the fifth, you're obviously not looking to go anywhere. It would be my like what I see just from outside looking in, can you like, I, how, about I, we re, how about we reword this question a little bit? What brands do you think are doing it right right now? What brands that you look yeah. out in the distance and see that they're doing good things? Yeah, I know this is a, this is definitely a, like a, a good question. Um, I'll just obviously have to be a little bit choosy how I say this. Um, I think, I mean, you know, obviously there's, there's give and take. Um, I've been with TLR for a long time and I plan to continue that for a long time. Um, I think we have a, we have a great relationship and there's, there's give and take, you know, I, I've had uh, bad years in the past and, you know, sometimes they've, they've had, you know, bad years as far as uh, cars go and stuff. And it's just a give and take relationship that we have. Um, I think everything has been, you know, great here the last couple of years, had a really solid program. Uh, Man, I mean, everyone's always, everyone nowadays, like all the car companies, there's there's just so much more access now, I think, and ability for them to be successful. Um, you know, back in the day, there was, you know, Losi Associated and, you know, then Kyosha came into the picture for, for a while as well. But there really wasn't a, wasn't a ton of options and there wasn't the ability for car companies, you know, other car companies to exist or to have the ability to do that. But with all the technology and stuff they have today, like you've seen, you've seen so many more car companies pop up, um, you know, for the most part, like all of them, all of them, you know, have, have good stuff. It's not a, you know, there's not anyone that's, you know, leaps and bounds ahead anymore. Um, you know, everything for the most part is pretty competitive and uh, it's uh, it's cool to see for sure. Yeah. I think you're you danced around the question pretty good, but you are you are right <laughs> for sure. There's a lot of good equipment yeah. out there right now. Um, I think you know Dakota is the 
epitome of what everybody should look at if they are thinking about being become be becoming a serious racer is is doing what he's done. You know, sign up with a brand and stick with them. Yeah, I mean, don't uh, sign uh, up with a brand if you're not going to stick with them. Loyalty goes yeah. a long way, and it shows, obviously. Yeah, and I, I've always, you know, I, my parents kind of obviously brought me up this way to, you know, to a certain extent. And I uh, I always try to, like, I try to pick, you know, it for me it has to, you know, some of it has to be about the money. Um, you know, a lot of it has to be about about that, I suppose. You know, I, this is what I do for a living. So, you know, I have to take that into consideration. I have to take into consideration the products themselves. Uh, but I also, I also, and I, you know, I've told Brett this and had conversations with him. I want to be a part of a company that I believe in. Um, you know, I enjoy working with the people. Um, you know, I, I enjoy using the product. Um, for me, there has to be, there has to kind of be that, that relationship. There has to be a little bit more there than just, uh, you know, collecting a paycheck or, or running the equipment. So I, uh, I try to keep that in mind as well. That's pitching. Yeah. That's we've seen it time and time again, you know, people, We'll go for that paycheck and that paycheck yep. bursts. Yeah. And then yeah, where they away. at? Goes away. You know? So, so kind of related, uh, equipment wise, do you plan on making changes for 24 or staying with the, uh, staying put with the same equip companies for this third year straight? Um, yeah. So, I mean, for the most part, I plan on keeping everything the same. Um, I don't think, I don't think there's going to be any, uh, any crazy, uh, lefty news out of, uh, out of me uh, changing brands or anything <laughs> like that. So, uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep her keep her under the radar. I feel like for the most part, and uh, have a nice uh, nice easy off season. No no memo buggy memes for you. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. this year. maybe a boat yeah. manufacturer change. Yeah. You know, we'll see how the year goes. Yeah. I'll take yes, it. Can somebody get Dakota a boat boat deal? Like, come on. Yeah, he's a boat deal. Hey, this is a great question though. <laughs> have you have you ever driven a pillow ball car, or did can you tell us if you were ever supplied a prototype TLR low seat slash low seat pillow ball car to test? Like what have you ever driven them or? Uh, I have driven pillow ball cars before. Um, nothing prototype or anything like that from low seat. Um, you know, but, but uh, I would, I wouldn't say crazy, but you know, all the, all the manufacturers for the most part, you know, have other cars or have the ability to, you know, get them everything. So mainstream. So I, I mean, I've driven different stuff before and, you know, it's it's a different style car for sure. It has its advantages. It has its uh, disadvantages. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I've driven one before. Yeah, it's no secret that radios get handed around on the driver's stand. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, you it's know? Not, a, not anything too too crazy. But I don't know if this is an inside question or joke or anything because I I only think of tripods for two things: one, putting cameras and stuff on, and two. <laughs> somebody Maybe. that's considered a tripod so i don't know what this means I'm gonna, so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna guess he's referring to uh to my dog oh the ringer the three-legged he's... dog <laughs> Dang it. he is definitely sleeping right now he's been asleep since probably about like i'm gonna guess probably he's been asleep since eight he's uh <laughs> he goes to bed early he gets up late he's like a He's like a get up at 11, 11 a.m. Go to go to bed at 8 p.m. kind of guy. So sounds like your dog's a pothead. <laughs> yeah, he, he is a potato. Yeah. My dog just barks house, up and barks down. <laughs> do you own any Traxxas cars? Michael Knight wants to know. I do not. I, I have a few like, you know, basher things I've gotten from Horizon. Um, but I 
I don't really honestly do RC much outside of work. Um, you know, I, I enjoy it and I love it, but when I'm not at the track racing, like I don't really want to do RC stuff. Um, so I get my stuff ready to go, go to the race. And when I'm done, like my, my hobbies and my enjoyment is, you know, other things, um, you know, go out, going out on the boat and surfing or, uh, snowboarding in winter, going shooting. Like I, I, I do a lot of different, different things to, uh, you know, enjoy myself in my leisure time. And, uh, I, I have RC stuff and I break it out every once in a while, but, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty far and few, few between as far as, the, as far as that actually doing anything. RC sounds like wise. you're, sounds like you're just a man's man. That's what I, that's what I'm <laughs> Yep. Yep. So are you I, a car guy, like a, a full size car guy at all, Dakota? Yeah, for sure. I, uh, that's kind of how I got into RC. I grew up, uh, grew up in the car scene with my parents. Um, used to go to car shows and stuff when what, I was a kid. And what was that, that so. their car they had when you were a kid that you used to go with? Um, they didn't have anything crazy when I was a kid. We got into RC so young, um, but I remember going to car shows. I used to watch uh, Tukes of Hazard and Night Rider every day and stuff. Um, and now that I'm kind of doing my own thing with racing, they were able to get back into the car scene. Um, you know, so they have they have quite a few cars now. They go to go to car shows during the summer and auctions and stuff in the winter and stuff, and uh, get to enjoy that side of it. So, unfortunately, I've been able to uh, kind of do that with them as well when I have a weekend off. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a great time. I, I love. Well, when he comes back, yeah. hopefully he comes back soon. So, there we go. Yeah, your you, your mom told me this past weekend two two things that are notable. One, they don't own an, an '80s decade vehicle because I was showing her <laughs> my buddy's uh, C10 '80s truck that he pulled nice. up in. Solid. And the other thing they said is they would really like their Camaro back at some point. Yeah, I definitely uh, I stole the car <laughs> a little bit. But uh, I saw the I saw the for sale sign in the window, and that thing I took it take it down real quick. So the um, thing wouldn't sell it. <laughs> yeah, but no, they have a they have a '70 Camaro um, with a with a newer uh, Z01 motor and end transmission and everything, and it's a manual. I used to I used to daily uh, a manual Evo when I was a kid um, for like three or four years, and absolutely loved it. And uh, I I uh, missed driving the manuals so. I was yeah. uh, excited to uh, see that for a little bit and take it out, take it out when I can. But I like it. it's just it's simple and it's uh, it's fun to drive. So I'll uh, I'll take I'll give it back at some point. Very cool. I'm also <laughs> a victim of a you know Night Rider and Dukes of Hazard. I used to have a a, yeah. a Night Rider pedal car, dude. Oh, oh nice. Hell yeah. yeah hey, we we, we actually Michael, got I, another caller before this night's over. We're about we're, done. Yeah, we're night capping right here. What's up, Corey? What's up, fellas? Y'all doing all right? Heck yeah, man. What's up, man? Core Jordan? Core Jordan, right? Yeah, this is me. Yeah, this is mm, All right. What's yeah. up, man? EKJ24000. Nice. Yeah, this is me. Yeah, man. Dang. I was just I wanted need to some ask on numbers on my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to ask What's up, dude? Um, hey, nothing. Nothing. Everything's good, fellas. Everything's good, man. I was just want to ask the code um since um Barry Baker was your mechanic this past year and everything that's been happening and he might not be your mechanic going into 2024. Do you have any idea who you want to be your, your mechanic coming up on this next upcoming year or, or do do the pros have a say so who y'all would want to be like y'all mechanic or anything like that? 
That's a great yeah, no, question. that's a that's a great question actually. That's pretty solid. I'd like um, to know this myself. Good question. <laughs> yeah, no, me and me and Barry have a great relationship. Um, he's uh, he's taught me a lot. He is extremely knowledgeable when it comes to a car setup and and how things work. I mean, he was in the on-road seat for a long time. They're uh, very particular about their stuff, and uh, he was always uh, very particular, making sure you know everything's good to go and pulling uh, pulling late nights. Um, he uh, he tore the car down after every single race and went through it, you know, just just crazy, crazily how uh, how detailed he went through it. Um, you know, I don't uh, I don't know exactly what's happening next year, um, exactly what the plan is. Um, but you know, like I said, I will say I loved uh, well, I've loved working with Barry, and uh, you know, if we are able to figure something out, that'd be awesome. Um, I, I I do have a pretty good say as far as like having someone come to the races with me for help, uh, in that aspect, whether it be pitting or, um, you know, set up or working on the cars when I need help. Um, I have a pretty, uh, pretty good thing worked out with horizon to uh, be able to, uh, to do that and find a person and have that person come. You know, I think that it's not, uh, you know, to a certain extent, it's just nice to take some pressure off my shoulders, but also when we're, uh, you know, when we're doing these races and having, uh, if there's open practice or, you know, we're back to back some of the, some of the races, they'll do all the pro heats together, which is great. Cause we're not there for, you know, you know, 12 hours a day, but when we're having, you know, cars back to back, I may run e-buggy, you know, try something in my e-buggy and nitro buggy might be up in, you know, four or five races. And if it was a good change, you know, trying to get that onto the nitro buggy car, you know, it's, it's nice to have someone there to be able to help you. Um, same thing, like going into main events, we do, you know, full rebuilds on the cars before going into the main event, um, tear everything down, you know, get everything cleaned up, um, you know, re, uh, re-greasing the hinge pins, um, going through all the bearings, you know, changing out any bearings or re-oiling everything, um, you know, redoing all the diffs, all the shocks, you know, engines, um, going through the electronics. So it's a, it's a job, you know, it's, you're spending a couple hours in each car getting ready to go for the main event. So it's really nice to have someone there to be able to help you tear down, um, you know, even if they're not doing the major things, you could have, you know, you could be the guy who rebuilds the the diffs and the shocks while the other person just kind of goes to the car and, and cleans it up and make sure that, you know, all the screws and nuts are nice and tight, um, things like that. So, yeah, just uh, just someone you can trust and really, you know, have be a part of your program. It's uh, it's hard to uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to find someone that you can uh, trust and and have that communication with um and you know we haven't even i haven't even touched on as far as like setup goes and things like that but uh, yeah i could go on for for a long time about that but uh it's just important to have have trust in uh, who you're working with yeah for sure and barry was definitely you know very beneficial for your program while he was while he was there and i'm pretty sure uh i would assume just by what you said uh you would love to have him if if things were to work back out so for sure. It makes sense. Yeah, like you said, you got a whole lot of stuff, you know, like you said, to get ready, you know, cars like other cars, then to turn around and just say get your nitro buggy ready. You know, each person can be on each car, you know what I'm saying? And just say time. Yeah, so, no, for sure. For yeah, sure. And getting yeah, tires man, ready and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, I hope everything fall in order for you and you can, you know have find someone if you don't get very bad that you can get trust in you know i appreciate it thank you it's not this guy i'll tell you that right now (laughs) nice call Corey jordan thanks Thanks. Corey. and keep up the good work man we dig it 
So we are, uh, we're right there at the end. I, I hear the phone ringing. Are you, you got time for one more Dakota? Yeah. No worries. All right. Last caller. I know it's ringing. I don't know who it is. Um, but while we're waiting for him, th- this was a good question. I, I, I'm interested to know, is there any, I mean, this, I'm going to kind of two, two, two step this one. Uh, Corey asked, is there a new truggy in the works? But my question is what is in the works right now? I mean, we're, we're, we're seeing some deck, you know, old kits, you know, you guys, are, <laughs> you guys have been kicking, but I mean, it, is yeah. the, is the mindset, well, why do we need new kits when we're winning? Or is it we're always working on something new and, you know, hopefully get something out sooner than later? Yeah, I mean, I think the the thing with um, with TLR and Horizon is, is you know, the, the guys, there's a lot of there's a lot of companies under the Horizon umbrella. Um, so it's not just it's not just TLR. It's not just racing. Um, they do, you know, everything. They have everything. So, you know, sometimes it, it takes a little bit longer for the cars to come out. Um, I, it doesn't mean that they're, they're not working on things. Um, they're, they're going full bore right now, um, on the 10 scale and eight scale side of things. Um, yeah, that for sure they're, you know, they're, they're working on stuff. They're, uh, like I said, it's a uh, 10 scale and eight scale side is, uh, is hundred percent right now. Um, they got some, some really cool things in the works and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for, for the future and stuff. I would say if I owned a company, right, and I had a car, call it Cho Ryzen Hobby, and I had a car that everybody <laughs> was comfortable on and they were winning with, and they were cozy every time they showed up to the track, why do we need to change anything? That's the way that's the way I'd look at it. Tell you guys start losing the edge, what's the point? You know? Yeah, yeah, to a certain extent. You know, I we've had um, you know, obviously our, our tool drive buggy has been out for a while now and, you know, we have some modifications and things we do, but yeah, I mean, the car is, car has been fantastic. It's been, uh, great for quite a few years now. And, uh, you know, like I said, we've done our, our own little things here and there, our own tweaks and stuff, but, uh, you know, car's great. Um, you know, it, it definitely needs a couple things and, uh, you know, they're, they're aware of that and then, and they're working on stuff. So. Yeah, well, I mean, the two wheel you, won you, the you world just... championship, and the two wheel just dominated the master of dirt. I mean, they're looking pretty damn good right now. You don't so. want to change stuff just for the sake of changing just it because people it. might be might be bored with it. I mean, it's look great. at a Mustang. People bitch when yeah. you don't change it, and they bitch when they <laughs> got to buy something brand new because you come out with something new. So I mean, yes, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know, hundred percent. Hey, we this caller is. I I know he's going to talk longer than we probably should so we need to get him on before it just gets absolutely crazy so uh robert go ahead and send him through hey (laughs) what up there b baker his ears were burning yep yep what's up barry (laughs) my man what's up dude what's going on i hey hey i uh the barracuda the Um, barracuda yeah no i uh I saw the uh, baby face on there and I'm like, Oh my God, you look like you're 25 again. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's better than the 10 I got yeah. earlier, but I'll take it. I'll take it all. <laughs> well, I just want to say congrats to Dakota. You know, he had a, uh, a difficult world and you know, things didn't go his way, but he bounced back. And I mean, that's what he does at races. I mean, I've said it for the last few years that he's probably the most mentally strong of all of the racers out there. And I think that that proves it again. So, you know, I just wanted to say congratulations. You know, it was a tough track, and you pulled through, and 
you made it happen. And I mean, it's just the, the thing about the world is it's one race and, you know, it's not like, you know, if you have a bad race there, it's like, you know, everybody says, Oh, well he's done and over with. And I kept telling everybody, dude, it's not over. Trust me. So I, <laughs> I appreciate it. I don't know if one person was saying that Barry, you just had a tough race. Yeah. Unfortunately yeah, well, had, had a tough race and it was, uh, it was the big one, but that's how it goes sometimes. And yeah, we, uh, we bounced back and had a, had a great time masters. So we want yeah, you to no, come out so, the masters, I mean, Barry Baker. Uh, I don't know. I want you to come I'm, over uh, for dinner. I think I'm pretty much done. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, uh, I've been playing around, having fun again, you know, driving cars and enjoying myself and figuring out some things. And, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just, uh, right now I'm just, you know, kicking back, waiting to see what, you know, uh, what's going to happen for next year. And, you know, who knows from there, but I mean, as of right now, there's no ties with anybody, you know, like I think Dakota just mentioned, you know, we're still trying to, to talk some things out and work some things out. But I mean, it's hopefully it, it doesn't fall out, you know, on, on, you know, hollow ears, other places, but you know, it may, they, they, in this industry, some people get butt hurt very easily and they stay butt hurt very easily. So yeah, that's a, that might, that might be the biggest understatement of the year right there. Um, I, but it, but I hope the truth. Oh no, no, 100%. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's an understatement. Uh, I, I hope it works out because you two together, I've watched you, um, many, many a times together and the program while you're there, you know, in my opinion, seemed to be at its top. Looking. I mean, I know, Looking. yeah. And I, I know Dakota could, he could probably go out and do this all on his own, but you would take a lot of stress and work off of his shoulders. And, uh, the people that are rooting for him are probably hoping that someone like yourself is, is back in the corner and um, in, in, in helping that program, you know, do what it's doing. We all know, we all know that Dakota is a world champion, uh, champion caliber driver. It's just, everything has he's to gonna, click. He's going to win one or multiple. It, it's just a matter of time. It didn't happen this year. It may not happen next year. It may not happen the year after, but I mean, he's 26 years old. There's plenty, plenty of time left. Get, getting old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well i mean he's he's 26 but he has 24 years of racing so yeah, i mean that's <laughs> yeah. well the one thing that we can all I mean, enjoy with a, a dakota is he he's he's just a regular dude outside and and that's that's what we have to understand these people are they're they're humans too so he's got talent he's got talent and he's a cool dude yeah. so needs he, dude you haven't been on the other you haven't been on the other end of the uh, headset so during a race, I actually have, I have one time, but I was driving and he was pitting. Yeah. yeah. But what, that was a one time deal. Yeah. Yeah. AMS two years ago, pull the tab, just pull <laughs> the tab. And then the last stop. Thank you. <laughs> That's I'm probably that. a little bit of a, no. I'm probably a little bit of a smart ass on the headset. I'm sure if you ask, ask Chloe or Mike or, barrier thomas i uh i've had my moments but that's okay we i wish have. headsets only worked when he had to really, pit. <laughs> i i think he only really doesn't talk back to sontag because i think sontag will set him in his place <laughs> so, 
Well, well, a man that can know. a man that can perform a pit stop that fast, I probably wouldn't talk shit to either. I want to keep him happy. That man's a freaking lightning yeah, but, bolt in the pits. Yeah, but does he really get the tank full? Do we know this? <sighs> <laughs> Don't. I I say yes. I'm saying nah. yes. That's all I can say. Yes. Yeah. Well. No. So I just want to. Say this I love Mike. I talk. I I'll call Mike. You know, Mike. You know, he with him doing his other job. You know, like traveling around and dropping off things and picking up stuff. He's on the road a lot, so I'll be home from work and I just dial up. You know, Mike and and talk to him. And I mean, he's it's so fun. You know, talking to Mike sometimes. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a good time. So, you know, I love Mike. I love, you know, just the, the, the time that we all spent together, you know, being, you know, Tater and Mike and Dakota and Chloe and, you know, everybody, even Thomas and stuff. I mean, it was, you know, it was family, you know, pretty much, you know, you, you develop family members in, you know, for certain times, but there's times where, you know, other things just get in the way and you just gotta, you just gotta say enough is enough. So. Yeah, um, so if you if you I mean, and Dakota are on the road together, what's playing on the radio? Country normally because <laughs> Chloe's running the the yep. Chloe's country. running the uh, the music. She's All got right. good taste in men and music. Absolutely, but, right? I just want to keep it short and sweet. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, stay like like you said. This guy's going to talk forever. No, nope. we'll keep it short and sweet. <laughs> well, but uh. I gotta, I gotta finish watching the uh, the Diamondbacks beat the Phillies, which will be nice. <laughs> well, uh, happy anniversary to you and your wife, number one, and uh, yeah. thank you yeah. very much for calling and uh, thanks for all the support and listening to us jibber jabber with these dudes and and everything else. Yeah, I hope to see you guys all at races again. You know, it'll be, you know, we'll see what happens. But I mean, I never rule out anything, and like I've told Dakota, you know, I've had multiple people uh call me up you know and, and i mean they, they, probably the weirdest one was nico who said can you please come to ams to help out you know canos and Barufalo?" and i'm like <laughs> uh no <laughs> so you know yeah. i'm like you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like i told dakota until the it's till it's finalized and he tells me that he doesn't want to work with me anymore I'm just not going to entertain anybody's offers or anything. You know, that's just the way it is. I love that. And, you know, I, I've committed myself to that, but also it's to the position where, you know, like I said, if people are, are you know, can't handle me even, I mean, it, it's just like, it's like a golf teacher. Okay. Golf teacher goes out and he, he works with multiple different companies and multiple different people, you know, but he's still, he's still, you know, coaching or golf, you know, being the coach of, of these people that are competing against each other, you know? And I, I mean, it shouldn't be, if I'm doing something on my own and having fun and stuff like that, it shouldn't come into the equation. So, yeah. I mean, Splinter but, never quit on the Ninja Turtles, dude. No, ever. Yeah, he was always analogy. Splinter. That's a but, perfect analogy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's always Chase is always good for those. And by the way, Chase, you know, you're getting up there in age 
and these backside, you know, flip rodeo, whatever you do on these, you know, skateboards, dude, you're going to hurt yourself. Well, you know, I'm just, that's saying. what makes it fun, dude. Good talking to you, Barry. Good hearing from you, I man. Know. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Thanks, Barry. We'll right, talk guys. soon. Hey, you guys, you, man. Have a good you night. guys have a good one. Okay. Thanks, Barry. All right, later. Bye. Bye. Man. Epic. Thank you, Dakota, for spending this amount of time with us. Um, man, Masters of Dirt, three-time champion. You got so much going for you. You got so much going on right now. Um, such a great support system. I mean, I was telling the story right before you got on. I, I never really finished it. It might have been even before we got on, but I was telling Chase. Um, and the reason why I tell this is because your wife's awesome. But your wife was walking up to me, and I thought she was coming up to walk to me and give me a hug, and you know, and all on her way back from Chipotle. But uh, I'd shaved that that morning, and she yeah. didn't recognize me, and like actually took her eyes and went the other way and walked right by yeah, me. Gave you the cold shoulder. And, yeah, and then when I finally <laughs> went over there, she's like, "Oh my God, that's you!" That's <laughs> like, but uh, yeah, your support system, your wife, uh, you know, all the people. At, you know, TLR. A lot of people have a a wild opinion of uh, Horizon. I just right figured now. out. I'm sorry to interrupt your heartfelt thing, but no, I good. just figured out who you look like. Please tell us. Please. <laughs> you look like Garth. Like when he was yeah, the I turtle do. man. You know, when he was I like, that, turtle, right? turtle. <laughs> that, that was <laughs> Dude, I just uh, nailed it. Party on, Garth. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt the moment but Anyways, there. yeah, you fucked the whole moment up. Anyways, dude, thank you, Dakota. <laughs> you, you're a bad mofo. Chase? Dean Carvey. I don't know what to say about you tonight. Other than Splinter's awesome, and I feel great to be Dan and Carvey. Yes. I'm good with that. Solid. Um, but thank you Dakota, all for watching. Dakota's falling asleep. Thanks for your time, Dakota. Oh, he's out. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> he's out. Sweet dreams. There, there he is. is. Just <laughs> for good measure, one more one more time. I had to close out here real quick. I was getting a little sleepy, so took a power nap, and I'm good yeah. to go now. That was All awesome. Right. Well, thank you yeah. everybody for watching. Thank you, Dakota. Tomorrow yeah. needs you. Freaking, the podcast is gonna be here in two weeks. You guys all figure it out. I don't know what else to say. I'm fucking tired. Oh, watch out, Dayton, Ohio. I'm coming to see you tomorrow morning. (laughs) Everybody else, get the fuck off the road because I'm not stopping with this beast of a bus I'm driving back with. So, anyway. Um, Yeah. Chase? Real real quick. Yeah. We got a little bit of – there we go. Yes. Merch trap coming soon. Yes. I was – oh, man. Damn it, man. We're working on some new stuff. Rad, dude. bitching. That is not even what I saw. That's another – badass piece of merch yeah whenever that stuff launches we're gonna put it up it is badass mm-hmm. so everybody Sick, be on man. the look for the new uh dp merch um yep. it is a pretty cool hat you're wearing too by the way just saying um anyway let's fucking go to bed you you just you just do yep. a whole day chopping wood man like you deserve <laughs> some sleep chase i know you got to wake up tomorrow at some point and uh i've got a 6 a.m flight so i got to be up like 4 30 so Y'all have a good night. Thank you, everybody, for the support. Thanks for watching, everybody. Yeah, man, that was fun. See you in two weeks.